On today's episode of the Drop Everything Now podcast, Steph and Steph are back together again to do some cleanup from the last solo episode that one of our staffs did, and then to basically spend the entire episode talking about our time, person of the year, the birthday girl, uh, you guessed it. It's the Time article, it's Taylor Swift, 2023's Time Person of the Year, and that is all we talk about. Obviously, we go on a lot of different tangents based off of the article because she gave us a lot of info and a lot of good stuff to go through. Um, so if you're ready for it, it's time to drop everything now. <laughs> Yes, you start. I know we haven't done this, but you start. Hello, everybody. What's going on? My name's Steph. I'm also Steph. And uh, welcome to, is episode 31 now? I guess technically. Yeah, because Steph did episode 30 by herself. I did it by myself. (laughs) I never want to do it again. No, it really was so good. Literally, even right from the beginning, like when... I was starting it. I was like, do I say hello, everybody? And then yeah. what's going on? Like, do I do them both? Like, it was weird. No, it was really good as like somebody like I was just listening to genuinely like listen. And like there are other podcasts that I listened to that had touched on the you're losing me thing, but not as in depth. So I felt like fulfilled listening oh. to your analysis of it. And like not even just as your like friend like that. I genuinely yeah. just like liked hearing your takes. Oh my god, that's so good to hear. Yeah, I did. Um, well, mainly because like I I knew when I texted you about it too. Once you listened to it, like I I knew like when I was listening to Midnight's again, I had these like thoughts like circulating in my brain, and yeah. I knew we were so busy that I was like, yep. I can't wait a month right like, to get these out. I know. I just I'm was... gonna forget them. I'm gonna move on. Like yeah. similar to other things I said we'd talk about that we won't. But like. <laughs> It, yeah. No, I know. And I felt the same way. I was like, oh my God, Taylor Swift, slow down. Slow There's down. too much because like I have my grades too. I had so many research papers. I had to do my friend's bridal shower. We were going to Puerto Rico. I, I just was like, there's literally not a moment in time. She's and like I barely even... did not have any chill. I really don't have chill until February 18th. After or I'm sorry, February 19th. Okay. That's when I can chill again i mean i'm not saying that's i can't do a podcast until then but i'm saying like even today it's like can we squeeze it in today or tomorrow you know so um but anyway this is episode 31 and this is about our person of the year taylor swift happy birthday happy birthday taylor sorry your party was so lame because travis wasn't there just kidding but he was i think we said the same thing last year we probably did but it's a new year, um, but she really is the person of the year. And so that is, you know, guys, we are going to go through that article and hopefully pick it apart and give some new perspective and takes uh, and mm-hmm. thoughts that maybe you haven't seen before because it has, has been out for like a week or two weeks. I don't even know. Um, maybe maybe time, close to two now. Yeah, I don't know what time is anymore. Time, person of the year, time like a clock. I don't know. Can't keep track of it. So yeah wait um, no i genuinely don't know when did that when did you're losing me come out her birth no no i don't i have no idea 
I really sometime in December and so, it's December within the last 18 days for sure for okay. sure and then because her birthday right before her birthday was a time article because yeah. I was going to Puerto Rico and I went to Puerto Rico December 7th or 8th so it was literally like December 6th or 7th this article came out so we're at about you know 10, what it was because days. I remembered because I think I put the podcast out like a couple days before it and I was like yeah. of course there's already right. news and this is outdated like but that's okay so I wanted to address this to maybe some loyal listeners or people that have listened sometimes obviously a lot of the time what Steph and I do is we throw out like surveys and then we kind of go through those surveys I feel like that's something that we do a lot of the time or like more than half of the time um unless we have something to talk about and like even one time I said like, oh, we're gonna do a survey next and we didn't. Um, and we haven't done them in a while. And it's because like Taylor Swift, it, we, you think she's that everywhere. she can't do more and she doesn't stop. She's giving us so much that it's like, we have to talk about this. We can't send a survey out. We can't send a survey out about I know what because... the favorite tracks are of something because like when we, when we need, like when we have to again, or maybe when there's a lull, if there ever will be one, we will do a survey again. Right. <laughs> like right. we can't. No, I know. I was thinking the same thing because I was like, it's well, obviously it's all good, but like it's good and bad in the sense that like, right, we used to have lulls where it would be like, all right, let's do track twos, track threes and like kind of get that kind of a thing going. Um, but obviously, right, there's been so much going on that we've not been able to do anything like that that we used to. But I also think it's like kind of nice that there's so much stuff coming out and maybe the way it's coming out, maybe more recently with like big things at a time like because I feel like we also sometimes in our track when we used to do surveys and things like that we didn't get to talk we talked about our own thoughts but like not like right as our actual much in depth because we wanted to get through like our thoughts on what other people's thoughts are as opposed right, to like exactly. our own thoughts yeah exactly so I feel like some of this t the times with like this stuff and like even the you're losing me stuff it was like oh cool like I'm just we're just gonna talk about what I think about this or like, and right. we'll see if everybody agrees. And like, I feel like we don't get to do that so much when we do surveys because we want to hear what everybody else has to say. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and there still is a place for that, but of this course. is just not the time because there's no lull time? right now. It's there's no lull. Yeah. So we can't. No so um, yeah, so I just wanted to address that if we have people who like wonder why we like stopped doing that for a little bit and that's ultimately, you know, I mean, I'm sure you put that yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, but... when you think about it since, um, since she announced the tour and then especially once the tour started, there's been so much to talk about that it just, right. you know, cause she released both version, like two Taylor's versions during the right. tour. Like, and then obviously now she's on camera every week yep. at a football game. So like there's just yeah. a lot of things. It's yeah. There's so many things to talk about. And, um, yeah, and the last one episode we did together was the 1989 mm -hmm. Taylor's version, like the review and all that stuff. Um, so which was only a month and a half ago. I can't believe, like, it's like you. I, we there's been a whole nother lifetime of I know. Taylor Swift information. So Travis Kelsey going to her tour. Exactly. By the way, I just want to touch on this, like, briefly. Exactly, like things that we predicted would happen um, and said. And I, if you go back to our, it's only the audio because our video cut out. But literally, we were like, oh my God, when he goes to the tour, and I can't wait to see his reaction to everything. And there was something like spot on that we said. And by the way, in our episode before that, I think it was audio only, you or us or someone, we were talking about him 
her singing Endgame and how freaked out we would be. And that's literally exactly what happened. And then her mashing together Is It Over Now and Out of the Woods, which, by the way, I said, I know that it's, like, obvious when you listen to it, but I had said in that episode, like, I haven't heard any online things. And I was like, something about Is It Over Now makes me think of Out of the Woods. And I'm like, I just felt so, like, vindicated. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I was right about something. Also, um, though, it's seriously a whole other, like, a thousand things that we can't even talk about today because so much more is I know it's only been like six weeks we can't even go into depth about Travis Kelsey and Mr. Swift no they're best friends but no we can't go any much further than that except I will say like it was so funny about that entire like him being at her show is that the one thing we all were like if she gives us endgame like even if he wasn't there like even if she had just done it as a surprise song in her You're first shows out. back, we were like, we know she's like doing it for us to like confirm things. And we didn't even talk about it because My so God. much other shit happened while he was there this? that it was just like, like Carmen's like, who cares? It's yeah. And and now so much has happened since then that we're not even talking. They're like married now. So it's, it's like, like not even like catching up on, oh, are they together? Whatever. It's like, no, they're so solid. I can't even. what's to speculate about anymore like needed to do this as like a full-time job like having a podcast i mean um as opposed to we do it like once a month for fun yeah we would have to legitimately at this point do it two times a week at minimum maybe day like we could Uh, have enough daily probably if there were like 30 minute episodes but like we would need two times a week to break down everything and I'm like, oh my God, like, I feel like we're so far behind, but like, then I'm like, all right, we're doing this for fun. Like, it's okay. But- yeah. And we're also just going to pick the stuff we really want to talk about. Right. But it's, it's just, I'm, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But so what insane. we will talk about, what I want to is I just had a few notes on Seth's podcast, <laughs> Seth's solo podcast episode, where she talked about you're losing me once mm-hmm. we the lyrics but also once we now are confirmed getting it december whatever of 2022 when they wrote it or is it 2021 2021 okay yes okay right so 2021 when they didn't have uh, the official breakup announcement until easter the day before easter of 2023 but realistically they probably broken up like a month or two before that but still wow so steph if you didn't listen to the episode honestly you should go listen to it because it opened my eyes to so much now there was a lot i would say in the beginning that i literally i was listening to it. i'm like same Steph, because we didn't talked about it like how it's crazy and you realize wow so much on midnights was mm. definitely inspired by joe now my overall take and thesis of that of the midnights album now is I don't think Taylor Swift ever lied. I do think these are things of things in her past, but also Joe at the time, like of her, it's like going through her old re-records and pulling new feelings about new perspectives of situations, including Joe, like some of those songs, um, yeah. maybe yeah. she's going back and to reputation re-recording it when she's first falling in love with him and realizing like, oh shit, it's not like this anymore oh shit, I miss when it was like this. Therefore you get, like you were saying, Snow on the Beach was probably one of the good moments. She's probably going back through Reputation when they first started dating and she wrote Snow on the Beach because that's, Mm -hmm. you know, Snow on the Beach is obviously back to when they first met. So I, then I feel like there were some songs that you said like, I don't know, like it could obviously still be 
um, about like Calvin Harris say because I right. see that. Right, what we thought it was originally, yeah. I never, I'm confused. I think you said Bejeweled, but I was like, oh, I don't know. I honestly thought it was like Jake Gyllenhaal, but I mean, like, I'm sure like the Swifties, but I never knew the name. I never thought the name Calvin Harris when I listened to Bejeweled. I, in my brain, mm. was always thinking Jake Gyllenhaal because of the line they ask, the band asked me, do you have a man? And I can say, I don't remember, which she literally said, with that was a we are never ever getting back together like connection to me mm. and on top of i bet you think about me about like or all too well sorry like a shiny jewel whose shine reflects on you and, I, and i'm like oh jewel be jeweled that's true we so did talk about that yep it was always jake Gyllenhaal. it could be calvin like who knows but regardless if it was calvin or jake i think it still is about them but i also think it is equally one thousand billion million percent about joe i think at, in her re-recordings she is going back through and realizing, oh my God, he's making me feel like this again. Wow. Keep in mind, what was she re-recording when and releasing when she wrote this song? I bet you think about me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, you're losing me. Like, so to yeah. me, it's like, oh, she was going back through res. She's writing, you're losing me and realizing this. And then you have Bejeweled referencing clearly things from Red. Also, though, you're losing me because you say in how in... um the great war and you're losing me you get the bat like front lines don't you ignore me but that also reminds me of like don't put me in the basement when i want the penthouse of your heart yeah and so i'm like this is all like i think that i don't think she lied yeah i yeah. think she obviously left half of it out because she had to she had to tell joe something because they were still dating oh i i totally agree and i and i and i don't even I, yeah i definitely don't think she lied i think midnight's the concept of midnight's is totally about exactly what she said it was sleepless nights throughout her past and i but i also do fully believe that maybe revisiting these things like you said the re-records and obviously the songs on the album it sort of opened her eyes to like wait a minute why am i doing this again or like what yeah. and like like similar so i saw this the other day and and i kind of mentioned it Tol I, I kind of mentioned tolerate it um slightly because i didn't want to get too far into oh, folklore was, and evermore because i didn't no, want to go like super same. far back that's um, when you said it, I was like, yup. I thought the same thing before you were losing me when I was listening to it or watching it on the Ares tour movie. I was like, this is, yeah. this is, a, this is, and my friend, my room, old roommate, Alex, who does not, she's listened to Evermore before she was there. She turned to me, not knowing anything. She's never heard you're losing me. She looked at me in the movie and she goes, this is definitely about Joe. This is not, and well, I was like, and she even picked up on exactly. that. Exactly. And like, and like, I think I, I talked about like the barbed wire metaphor that she uses, yes, using yep. invisible string. But then it's also like, I saw someone mention it the other day. And obviously, since we're all watching the Aristor movie and stuff, it, it, someone was like, how did we get tolerated as a track five and just say, oh, well, she did say that these aren't all about her life. So yeah. it's fine. Like, how did we all just be like, yeah, it's not about her particularly. It's probably, you know, just a feeling she could relate to at some time. And like, because even in folklore, obviously folklore's track five was very much her personal about yeah right well, so i was like i know like why did we act like this isn't something she's feeling right <laughs> like, i know i know we know this you're absolutely right like how we didn't see it, but one because you also got songs like long story short in that which were like oh she's so in love and two because she said like it was about this book about rebecca something oh, oh yeah rebecca harkness that's right was it about Rebecca? I thought it was a different book, this tolerated one, not Rebecca Harkness from uh, Last Great American Dynasty. 
There's oh, sorry, not Rebecca Harkness. I, I didn't. I it's couldn't remember Rebecca who. Though. But there was a book, Rebecca, because yeah. I read it. Because you read it, right? So I, yeah. I do think again. I think she was telling the truth. I think she read that book and was like, "Crap!" But I also think that's where maybe the cracks started to happen, like you said. And she wrote this song with such great, uh, like on point to that awareness. Feeling. Yeah, she, yeah, because she had some of those feelings, and of course, she's not going to tell Joe that. Like, well, yeah, and, and I and. And it also reminds me, do you remember in COVID? And I don't think this was it at all. I really think this was just a coincidence, but it makes me think back to there's this one interview about folklore evermore. And it was like Jimmy Fallon or somebody. And she's sitting on her couch and she's doing this symbol. And people were like, that's the symbol for domestic abuse. Taylor Swift is being abused. And she's oh, doing the thing know. with her hands. And I was like, no. And I still don't think it. I don't think yeah, that. I was going to say, I don't want to start but, spreading this. No, 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 no. I don't think she was. I don't think that. But I do feel like in that moment, there were already. Like, I, don't, I really think she was just doing this, like, unconsciously. But yeah. the reason I'm bringing it up is because it does make you think back to every little thing like you're saying that we miss and it's like oh well yeah and i think since then and 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 it's true because like and then even when you think about a song like um i mean basically since lover which even lover had it's like hey i'm at fault or like you know then you look back to afterglow and you like you think back on afterglow and you're like oh my god he has been twisting her mind hey it's on me just don't go she's been apologizing because he's been flipping shit on her the whole time why was she so anxious in every single song well right but uh, that's what i was gonna say because then like when you think about some of the songs on folklore or like peace when it's like yeah yeah like that song is sad and we it's basically that. like her it like when you think about it now and also peace has war references like sit with you in the trenches yeah. which seem to clearly be a lot of joe related now um it's like she already knew he wasn't accepting of that level of fame that she had had before and had in the past yeah. and like she's like clawing onto yes i am this different person now i don't want that level of fame or whatever it is but like she already knew in peace that he would never be happy enough with her and, and it's basically her like cry of like i can't do anything about this please like just be okay with it and it's like god now yes. that you listen when you listen to it it's so freaking sad but um oh but like for for tolerated i saw a bunch of people like lately been they've been saying like tolerated is the is where you're at before you get to you're losing me you know like yeah. in those relationships and how they can sometimes drag on much longer than they should because she was it's like begging for it like i'm waiting you're by you kid right exactly like you're you're just trying to be noticed until you literally cannot take it anymore and you have yeah. to go so it's like wow thinking about timelines of when she wrote those songs and makes perfect sense also shoot what was I gonna say um oh but yeah to add to that stuff too when you then think back to like bejeweled like I said maybe when she was writing like tolerate it and peace and all those things like she felt those things and we can see that again specifically in peace but she was saying it as this beautiful love song which we now see differently but we all are like a beautiful love song which I still do see because you can obviously no, interpret things differently um but 
Then you go back to Bejeweled, and again, you get your losing me, and it's like, it makes sense, because then you think of Jake Gyllenhaal. What did she write about Jake Gyllenhaal? Like, oh, your indie record, that's much cooler than mine. And, oh, like, all your friends, Mm -hmm. they're so much smarter than me and so much better, and I'm just a stupid girl that writes We Are Never Getting Back Together, which is kind of the point. She's writing this frivolous breakup song because that's all Jake Gyllenhaal saw in her writing. Yeah. So... Once she's going back to re-record Red and she's right, like going back to I Bet You Think About Me, I feel like it's clicking in her brain. Oh my God, Joe's I'm doing, doing that to me. the same way, yeah. Oh my God, like that's how she, it's like eye-opening. And then she starts realizing, okay, maybe, maybe I should, I don't want this anymore. Like I, I just, it was hidden in, oh, he's the only one that loves me. He's the only one that sees something in me. So he must be the greatest thing ever. Where that also, and I don't know that Joe Alwyn did this intentionally. I just think that's where the, can be the danger of, it's so beautiful that he was there for her and when Mm -hmm. she was at her lowest, but there is such danger in falling for somebody when you're at your lowest because they can use that against you and Mm -hmm. be like, well, I'm the only one that was here for you through all that. Well, I'm not this and that's like a like a key thing and like kind of I don't want to call him worse than he is because we're speculating of course and again I think regardless them falling in love during that time period is so amazing and like mm-hmm. grateful for him for that but at the same time it's like I no, think and I liked- and I do think like at the same time like it can be a lot less sinister than like kind of where we're going with it but right. also the same thing like Again, like you said, it's it's great that she had him when she was at the lowest point in her life. Like it's it's awesome that he was there for her. But at the same time, that was a point in her life when she didn't want to be out. She didn't right. want to be in the spotlight because people hated her for it, essentially. So I feel like even if it wasn't intentional, there was probably a long part of their and then obviously she comes back with lover into sort of like a limelight again and like reputation but like reputation was still like I, i'm sure they were still very much on yeah and i'm sure at the press. same time they were very much still in their honeymoon like mm-hmm. phase where he's fine with a tour right and, and then lover the comes around time, yeah yeah and then lover comes around she's only gonna do four shows weird yeah. but okay weird, she's but only gonna do four shows sick at like sicker apparently at the time Right. And then like, then COVID happens. So she's back. Well, you can't great. do anything. And I feel like it almost was like, this could have come probably way sooner. If, well, Mr. also Kirk at the same time though, because COVID, sure. like her, her pandemic albums really sparked her critical acclaim again, I would say. Right. So maybe it wouldn't have happened again, or I don't know, but I could see a decent amount of their, towards the end of their relationship being I thought you didn't want this anymore. I thought you didn't want this anymore, which like, like Joe saying it, right? Like I thought you wanted to be out of the spotlight. What are we doing here? Which I can see like, obviously as sort of a manipulative gaslighting type of thing, but at the same time, also just a, you changed when we met. Right. I've always been this way about what I want. Right. And I can't, and like, maybe like, I can't do that. I, yes. you know, so it doesn't have to be sinister, but I do think it really is just a shift. I think in... there is. Yeah. And, and, but I think like it could have been sinister in the sense that like he made her feel bad for wanting to be yes. herself again. I think he definitely did. And I, and I don't know. Right. 
Right. Like, and, and, and maybe it wasn't meant necessarily him doing it on purpose, but like, she doesn't want to hide anymore. She's being right. like, she's going back to her true self or if this is and, her true self. And I think and that's, that's why so she kind of resents it. Like we kind of saw in the yeah. article. Yeah. And I think that's so fair. And I think that's, there's, there's absolutely truth to that and mostly truth to that. But I do think there is, there are hints of her being sinister about it and wanting us to be like, mm, he's not as great as you think through obviously a few things, like you were saying, the Kaylee Teller thing, like, mm -hmm, like waiting for this one, Jack Antonoff posting that picture. And then you also have, as you mentioned, I can't believe we never talked about it, but the anti-hero, like everybody feels like they're an art bro lately. Uh, I had no idea it didn't even exist Steph. Oh, and I don't know if you had mentioned this. Talking shit about your talking famous shit baby. Talking about your famous baby. Yeah. Did you know that when they wrote that song, both Jack Antonoff's now wife, Margaret Qualley, and Joe Alwyn were Doing filming movie. a moving together. So mm -hmm. people are like, oh my God, Joe was probably talking shit. And Margaret was telling Jack, who was telling Taylor, because that's when they were away writing that or filming the movie. Yeah. So I'm like, obviously, if Taylor's letting... if not only is jack writing that but taylor's letting him put it out and then you have those other little hints and taylor swift in the time article like i hid away in a foreign country for a year and a little shade to like having something so private in comparison to her and travis being so public there is an but i do think it started with okay fair enough you met me and i thought this is what i wanted and i realized that i don't but and i think that's fair i think that maybe he could joe will eventually find somebody and maybe you know that wants to be private and they can live that life together but at the same time i i i do think that there is um a little bit of like mm, joe joe wasn't like the greatest oh no and and, and i'm not saying it as if yeah. he's like a saint i'm more so saying it as like it, there might not have like really been a lot of malicious intent Yes. in all of it happening and how it went down it was more so just and even for her friends right like they knew her before him or most right. of them so they probably knew yeah you're not being yourself like go out to dinner go to really? a pap walk like you know what i mean like and it might not necessarily have been like oh he's like forcing you to be this way it's just like her feeling like she is this way now because that's who she was when she met him and it's like but I also totally understand Taylor coming out of that and being like, fuck this. Yeah. Like that wasn't me. And now that I'm out of it, I realize how awful I was feeling about myself for the last two, three years, however long it was. Yeah. And, but also what you said, and I literally, my jaw dropped because I don't know why I didn't put it together. Cause I saw it, uh, the picture that Jack Antonoff posted that the oh. top rose is gaslighter rose. I saw that. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, that's so funny but I didn't even put the maroon connection to it. And oh. again, this could be something I, I just feel like it's too much of a coincidence. It, to be a coincidence. No, I totally agree. That's why. And like, I do think, I do still think maroon like is still giving me hints of, well, some other, maybe, maybe red, like whatever it is. But now I'm like, it's the same thing as I was saying. I do think that there are, she put the, your roommate, cheap ass screw top rose as a little mini Easter egg for if ever they broke up to be like, <gasps> but also Steph, I was thinking about it too. And, and like Maroon wasn't one that I wanted to talk about because I felt like there was enough other things that would be right reasons. But at the same time, remember in, in our midnight episode, when we first listened to it, you were like, 
It reminds me of Cornelia. It reminds me of Cornelia Street. And I was like, well, I can't. If, Why did it remind me of Cornelia Street? I don't even know. Um, I think dancing around and oh, okay, feet, yep, yep, bare feet, whatever, Baker, something like that. Feet. Yep, New yep. York, obviously. Yes, the um, New York. Okay, but I think it would like we were like. Well, I was like, well, I feel like they cannot be about the same person, right? And then I also said in that episode at a certain point, I was like, are her and Joe okay? Like, how could yeah. she be writing these things and saying like? And I wake with your memory over me. That's a real fucking legacy. And then also things like I'll be getting over you my whole life. And also mm-hmm. things like, um, no, I remember. Yeah. Cause and I, like, I remember wow, I was like, really personal. Seth, and you're like, for Seth, like, it's okay. It's, I was like, do you think she talked to Joe before she released the album? Like I was, then I go back and I'm like, oh my God, like I had every right to be that skeptical. Like I yeah. was, I there, my brain was definitely onto something. Well, right. And then obviously this was hindsight. Cause we just talked about this in our, our like last episode. But remember when I was like, when we were talking about all the new vault songs that were so like, wow, she was way in deeper than with Harry that we thought oh like, God, Harry and I was like, too. Oh, well, what if midnights, this is why they broke up. Cause he was like, I don't think you're quite yeah. as over. I think he's <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, it definitely yeah, so was funny. there that it was just like, yeah. there's wounds that are open. Yeah. And maybe, and, and, and maybe that's part of it. Like, with what we're all ta- we're talking about, right? Like, she doesn't have wounds open from these past relationships, but maybe while she was writing Midnight's, her current one was feeling like a lot of them. Yeah. So it felt that's exactly real yeah, and that. still in it, even though now maybe when she was seeing certain parts of it, it wasn't about the people she originally right. would have had those sleepless nights about. It maybe was about Joe, like, and that's why she felt a little nights. bit like, yeah, well, is she okay? Like, yeah, and why? Yeah. Good. And she had to say past sleepless nights, even though they were kind of current. Right. And because... and maybe she didn't even realize they were current until she started writing it. Right. And it's just like, ah. Right. It's because yeah. that is also what, what she says songwriting is for her. It's catharsis. And sometimes you don't know until you're expressing it. You're like, oh, wait. Yeah. Why did I, why is that the best line I've ever written? Like, do I feel this? Right. Right. <laughs> Am I exactly. experiencing this? Um, so, wait, other things I wanted to talk about with this. The craziest thing and what everyone I think should really listen to because um, in the episode that you released solo, oh, <laughs> okay. um, your labyrinth take, Seth, I was jaw on the floor because when Is It Over Now came out, I immediately am like, oh, I'm vindicated about thinking, you know, it, uh, the timeline, sorry, because we already knew it. Uh, are, you're, you're losing me, not Is It Over Now, but I always... Um, mix up the names of is it over now and you're losing me i don't <laughs> know why but i don't know anyway when we got the timeline for you're losing me i immediately was like oh bejeweled definitely oh um the great war now, probably like, great maybe war something more different yeah it's different the anti-hero like blah 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 blah. like tolerate it all makes sense i never even thought about labyrinth and you blew my mind with what you were saying because first of all for me labyrinth i never really understood because i was like what do you mean labyrinth in your mind like what do you mean a mate like you're what what is this a love song like i don't understand is it about and then i guess i kind of took it as like falling in love after a breakup but then i was confused always confused about the line like i'll be getting over you my whole life because and i think that in our original episode for midnights i was like if this isn't about joe like is she still getting over someone or are her and Joe going to break up? Because what? Like, what do you mean I'm yeah. getting over you my whole life? I wouldn't want to hear that. If I was Joe, I wouldn't want to hear that line. You're yeah. still not over an ex. I was always effing confused about it. The only 
and therefore maybe didn't ever really like love 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 the song on top of it just being the kind of like sonically sounding mm -hmm. song they don't love but like you said the travis kelsey thing makes just made me love the song all over again because you're when she's so smiley about like i'm falling in love again anyway oh my god re-listening to the song after your take on it but also as is it over now makes so much fucking sense that is mm -hmm. insane that is totally what it's about um, i know and just to sum up what you said if if people are listening now didn't listen to the last episode that ultimately it's like taylor swift getting on her lows with joe like they're in a bad spot and um she's a the plane is going down and then all of a sudden something switches and she's like oh i'm in love again like okay i can put this past me i'm falling in love you would break your back to make me break a smile like just as i think that we're going to end it's flipping Something. around so it yeah. speaks to the at least year and a half of her probably battling these feelings of him tolerating her and her feeling like she can't fully be herself and like is yeah. joe not letting me be myself is it me is it him and it just i was like oh my god i have such because of like what you said i just never would have even thought about it that way but that song always confused me and now it is so perfectly clear what's it about well what i it, i know and and it was so funny because that is the exact thing that like popped into my head while i was listening to it again after you're losing me came out that i was like I have to get my thoughts out because I feel like yeah. this is well, because also when she sang it in Argentina, I yeah. was like, this is always what I thought the song was about, you know, like at the time when I first heard it on Midnight's, I thought it was falling in love with Joe after having like series of terrible heartbreaks. Right. But I get exactly like you said, there were like parts of it that I couldn't really tie to that but at the same time i was like wow the overall message is like oops falling yeah. in love uh -oh. i was gonna be a little confused but that's the message yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so then when like obviously when the like timeline came out for you're losing me and then i listened to it again i was like "Ooh, yeah because then it uh, also i don't think that it was about a early on love with joe i think it was probably it, very recent yeah because then it also makes makes me think and i guess this is sinister what i'm what we were like talk, talking about before that he's a bit of a mind twister that he can flip mm -hmm. it when he wants to flip it she's going down and then psh, a mind twister twister which that makes me think back to maroon the screw top rose the gaslighter rose which then makes you go back to the great war which then makes you think about anti-hero with jack antonoff like it just all connects now yep. where i at first it didn't all connect so this yep. song yep. and getting the timeline puts so much of midnights together as opposed it to does. all these different things it's like no 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 there's a fluid line and joe alwyn again not saying he's horrible or not but absolutely or intentionally or not is a mind twister and possibly that gaslighter making taylor again and then you go back like i go back to afterglow taylor you didn't have to apologize all the time you're the one always apologizing What's well yeah well and i think that's part of the problem and I, and again which is why i would say i i would like if taylor ever came out and more explicitly than she already kind of has been hinting at like feeling manipulated by him i wouldn't be surprised obviously because i think it and again like i I don't know if it's totally intentional, but sometimes people are just very 
like have that manipulator ability yeah, and they don't absolutely. even know they're doing it. Cause like Taylor probably felt like she had to apologize the entire relationship because he was overwhelmed by her fame and she was the one that was changing quote unquote. Right. So she probably felt like anytime there's a problem, it's my fault because I'm not who I was when I met him anymore. And all the shit around me is things he doesn't like. So I'm going to apologize every single day, Yeah, which isn't how she should feel. Because, and also he probably was able to capitalize on that because she's felt like that in other relationships, not like specifically Jake Gyllenhaal, but just, she knows like, I'm so much more famous yeah. and rich and successful than you, Joe, that like, it is a lot to deal with. It is a lot to deal it with is. for anybody. So there is truth in him feeling certain ways, but of course, which is why I'm sure that, which is why yeah. it's easy to then push that blame onto her, which isn't fair. Like, and now we see it and people are always like, oh, why are you comparing it to Joe? Like right now we have reason to because of the song. But when we're talking about Travis Kelsey, it, mm -hmm. the juxtaposition of those two relationships, you to truly understand why we people love Travis Kelsey. People who yes. are big Taylor Swift fans love this relationship so much. You have to put it next to Joe to be like, look at how Travis is handling the fame. He is very, very famous and was like a household name, way more famous than Joe Alwyn. But he is still handling this with so much more grace. And again, Taylor Swift is at her best right now. So there's a big difference in that. But just pushing all that aside, yeah, it's just like joe could have been could like i said this before i feel like it's so clear that like taylor was giving rather than like a compromise and meeting in the middle and even like if taylor had to give 60 because because of her fame it was like she was giving 90 and he 100%. gave maybe 10. yeah percent and that's where we're like no like you, well, it doesn't matter he can't no matter where she started and how low she was like it's 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 not I don't know but again and they broke up because they're not right for each other and good and now they're both doing their separate things but also fine agreed but also at the same time like it's one of those things where it it annoys me that like maybe it's like a, a woman a woman thing that like you feel like you need to stay to try to fix it yeah and but the man will not just be like, it's not working. We're right. done. He could have right. broken up with her three years ago. Right. When he knew like, oh, Taylor clearly wants to step out in the spotlight again. Right. But again, because I think also, COVID was a, like, if, if COVID right. never happened, I think they would have broken up sooner. Right. But, but like, also, I, but agreed. When they first started dating and I don't know how, what interview this came in or if it was a friend or like it was a, a tree pain, like people thing, but um, it was in reference to Cornelia Street and in reference to the line. So it was about Taylor and Joe dating and it, and how they got together. So like the story of Cornelia Street and how it was like, um, I thought you were leading me on, packed my bags, left my apartment before you even knew I was gone. But then you called, showed your hand um, before I hit the tunnel, whatever, sat on the roof, you and I. So like she was leaving and then came back and then they were sitting on the roof, whatever. And I remember the story behind that was Taylor said, um, you know, this is too much for us. Like this was fun and everything, but like, let's break it off here. Like this isn't going to work out because she was so damaged by her past and just like nervous, but they really liked each other. And like Taylor Swift is the one that said, Peace, I'm done. And he called her up and like, this isn't only from, I just remember reading this in some interview or article. He called her up and said, no, 
I want to do this with you. I want to try. Basically said, like, we're not breaking up. We're not allowed. Like, he, she tried to break up with him, and he said, no. Yeah. So, which is nice and sweet, but then also still now connects to that, like, what you're just saying. Like, just break up. Like, she was giving you an out. Like, she. And also, glitch. Yeah. We I was supposed to, to sweat you friends. out. We yeah. weren't we weren't supposed to go and this tried. far. And he yeah. like brought her back. And and that's not saying anything good or bad. It was just something. No, I, I mean, like, I think I talking. think at the same time it was good because like it's someone that's fighting for her and she probably never even had that. Right. And so, then, you know, but that, like, like oh yeah, God, no, fighting. I think he probably has been apathetic or tolerating it, obviously, for years, for a long time. And she felt like she was the one that was changing. So she had to do more to yeah. keep them together. When in reality, he could have just been like, you do your yeah. thing. We can be done. Like we don't yeah. have to keep going. Right. Um, Cause clearly he didn't want to. Yeah. No, Whatever. it's so true. And Fish. then the um, note I had, Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. Cause I was just going to say something about Travis Kelsey's wall street journal article. Oh, okay. But, we can get to it another time. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I my first note about the time article is about Travis Kelsey. So I just have Perfect. like two more two more comments on yeah, yeah. your thing. Um, the last one's really stupid. But this one, the Great War, I don't think you stated this. And I, I you probably do know it because um, I've seen it circulating. But just to add, so one, you also made me think so much more about the Great War. I was like, wow, yeah. I, I didn't re-listen to it since you're losing me in the timeline. I'm like, oh, my God. It definitely is more like she everything that we've been saying she's been trying and trying and also yeah there's these like weird hints of like cheating yeah um and i'm like oh and i feel like i've seen it in a few other songs too but yeah maybe it was her but with that um also what people say about this and again i don't know that you mentioned this in the podcast but like i could be wrong so also she's like oh we survived the great war so she's maybe in a moment at a place where it's like okay we're in a good spot but i actually think there's more nuance to it where when when she was writing the song she knew like okay we're okay right now but it's it's gonna happen again eventually because the great war is a reference to world war one and it's what world war one was called mm -hmm. it used to be Before called the great the next war one. Yeah. until world war two which yeah. was worse and bigger so you can't call it the great war when there was a, a greater war after so she obviously mentions this for a reason not just calling it the great war for shits and gigs because there's direct references to world war one and yeah. not just it being called the great war so why is she calling it the great war other than it sounding nice and there is a, a chance that maybe she just thought it sounded nice because it is a more uh, beautiful phrase is a great war than world war one like lyrically um all throughout world war one you know what i mean like <laughs> well the war. right but in that it's like that's what people called it before they knew world war ii was going to happen so it's like she knew that there was this impending doom like yeah no i now before world war ii I could totally see that i do because i never really thought of it that way but i that makes total sense I could also see her getting a lot of shit for calling a song World War One or World War Two when she's talking yeah. about fighting with a boyfriend versus like war. You know what I mean? I guess, but the Great War is about war, and like there's other references um, 
the poppy in your hair. Uh, right. Direct references to things that happened in World War One. I. I more so think similar to what you think, but like not because she'd get flack about comparing it to World War One or World War II, which absolutely, but I just think like it would be stupid for her to call it something that like it just doesn't sound right like it's just well right i mean yeah the great war is a better title <laughs> yeah so like um, it really could just be that but i also think there's like this added there's probably a hint of it because i also think like again with the great war you know she's in her head about things the labyrinth that he's probably put put her brain in if she She's thought he was cheating this confusion she doesn't even know what to believe right you are lost in the labyrinth of my mind you are confusing the shit out of me and everything is twisted into a maze in my brain because i don't know what the hell is real and what's not which right. mind twister exactly but then also like with the whole like because she again with the like maybe it was her thing where it was like a weird reference to like i don't know now i'm looking at it it's like wait did she think he was cheating on her and then yeah, but then like it that. gets cleared up in the song that like she he wasn't quote unquote but then again no he made her think another... that he wasn't <laughs> well that's what i'm saying but like at the same time like that's another instance where she's going to feel bad about that for a long time yeah for saying that yeah for even she was wrong yeah and as someone who has done that before where i've suspected and they've said yeah. i was wrong it's really vindicating to be proven right. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen because where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Where so I, I do think like she probably, that was another reason it probably dragged or like drug along or drug doesn't sound right, but dragged along longer than it should have because she felt bad about doing that. Yeah, even she though felt he, guilty. Like he made it seem like she was crazy for thinking yeah. that when it's like, no, you're probably right, girlfriend. No, and, and you're Something, right. Something exactly he was definitely checked it. out. Yeah, she kept even if going. he didn't actually cheat on you, he was right. definitely checked out, you know, because then there's also the, the the added like, oh, my God, if he made her be like, oh, my God, you're right. I'm sorry for ever thinking that. And then it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, because like if he cheated on me, why wouldn't he just break up with me? Like what? Like, obviously, it's my yeah. fault. And now I feel really horrible because the only reason I ever got angry was because I thought he was cheating on me, but he wasn't. So I just messed up this whole relationship for what? So I'm never, ever going to. So know, now I'm I, never going to bring up a problem again. Because we yeah. survived the Great War. Yeah. And I'll yeah. do anything to keep us together. Mm -hmm. And then she totally. did it twofold, like you said in the podcast, like twofold, being the best girlfriend, whatever it is. And then you kind of see her losing me like and tolerate it. She's literally doing everything in her power. And then she's like, hold on a second. You're not. What? I can't <laughs> be. Uh, am I getting punished for thinking that you were cheating for my entire life? Right. What? Right. And I have to. Right. I, it's like it's like. It's like when Michael Scott in the office catches Dwight uh, going and meeting with Jan saying like, I should be the boss. And he like, and then Jan tells Michael. So mm -hmm. Dwight is like, I will literally do anything for you. And he's like, you have to do my laundry for a month. Yeah. I don't know why it reminds me of that, but then it's like, okay, so, or like for the rest of my life or like whatever it is, I, I know it was a month, but my, my uh, sentiment is that it's like, so like imagine dwight for the rest of time and forever had to make up for that mistake like no there has to be an end point and it seems like there wasn't and that's when taylor swift was like wait yeah i didn't do anything that horrible i just was like i just yeah. thought something and 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 really if you do think something like i have never been accused of cheating and never accused anybody of cheating um it would just be ryan and i but like i can only imagine that like if ryan thought that i was 
I wouldn't twist it and make him like apologize for it for the rest of his life. I would be like, why do you think that? Please let me show you everything in my, like if I, like if I really didn't do anything wrong, like let me show you everything in my power to make you understand. And I'm so, so sorry that you didn't realize that. I'm just like thinking of like a random thing, like me, like me and my coworker, like, oh my God, like I totally get why you think that. I am so, so, so sorry. I'm just thinking because I was texting my one coworker about um, gifts to get for a student for that I was telling you I want to target mm-hmm. for who has cancer and he was telling me all the books to get that would never let it, that's just what's popping into my brain like I'm so so sorry here's everything let me show you everything and then when he finally would eventually be like oh my god you're right I would never make him feel bad about it for thinking it you know what I mean like I'd be like let's make sure you never feel like this again and not that I would do anything different because I was I was it was innocuous but I would never, ever, ever, ever punish him. Um, like, depending on the situation, like, I just can't see in my brain punishing him for thinking that. Like, I would feel guilty that I made him think that. Well, and that's where it would happen. He wouldn't be punishing you, right? It would, it would no, no, be. No, no, I would be punishing him. Like, no, I would no, no, off- yes. But, but your punishment would and and again like if you handle it the right way it's total like you can right obviously get through it but like it's like why don't you trust me enough yeah that's that what would I be mean, your though. your question but right but but you would go about it as what happened to make you not trust me right let's make what sure that doesn't that happen again yes right versus like someone why? being like oh i can't believe you you, you don't trust me exactly. after all of this like what yeah, and i've never done anything yeah, yeah exactly and that's like, what i'm saying the big differences like i would right. be like oh my god what did i like how can what the heck happened like what yeah you know and it's just it's it's um i really think that some oh adding to the cheating thing I saw somebody say Taylor Swift is messy, but she never name drops. You could see in her facial reactions and these little hints that she gives us, we can kind of usually piece together what's happened. The only time she's name dropped is all the way back in your like Joe Jonas days and like Taylor Lautner, but like even barely, she'd be like the the werewolf. Dear John, but she always said like, oh no, it's like a dear, like a breakup letter. But she did um, either picture to burn or you should have said no. Should have said no. and it was like is she worth it and then she pulls back doesn't speak and just like wags her finger and she or she just shakes Mm -hmm. her head like she wasn't worth it and to everybody it seemed clear like oh that was personal like it wasn't like what he do that's what everybody thought when we saw it It was what did he do but then you never really got more so now it's like wait what wait what ts11 is going to be very interesting out of control because that is going to have maybe some of the spiciest songs hopefully that we will ever get from her and at the same time might reveal some like crazy truths about her relationship with joe i like almost hope it's like a reputation in a different light so you have a reputation is falling in love sexy whatever like you get your so it goes you get your dress and the other half is this like revenge, like badass bitch. I kind of hope it's the same vibe where it's like, oh, sexy, sexy, Travis Kelsey, love with, but like a hint of edge, like sexy mm-hmm. edge, love, just like we kind of saw with reputation, but like elevated. And then the other half was like, I'm angry. So I, but now it's like, 
I feel like she's still going to be, there's going to be that edge to this next album, but instead of about Kim Kardashian and like her reputation, right. it'll be about that. Like, I hope it's like the the edge. I hope it's a very edgy album. And I think it will be. And, and want edges, a perfect octagon with a lot of edges. Hexagon, what's like my house? Um, <laughs> but I do yeah. agree. And I think it will be. And I think there's going to be like two different things like especially since because we all thought she must have written you're losing me after they broke up the fact that that was written a year before based more than a year before they broke up means we haven't gotten the true breakup songs nope you're that right. was oh, her God, i didn't even think of that i know this is a year and a half before they broke up yeah they were so truly like the vault songs not not it wasn't a, it was oh i wrote this quick, last but we're yeah. gonna say it's in the vault because i want everybody to know and i want to yeah. be done yeah. it wasn't a breakup so, song right we don't even know what the breakup songs are so i think it's gonna be edgy as hell and yeah. the fact that she hints at some of that in her time interview okay that's okay perfect transition because i think is also why it's gonna be edgy because she clearly feels a big way about how much time she wasted oh yeah okay so let's talk about the time interview right are we ready mm -hmm. are we ready for it okay so first of all taylor swift is times person of the year so well deserved so well deserved um, insane that she's like i think one of the if not the only like musician like this to ever be awarded time person of the year because it's what it is is most influential person like literally i'm not comparing her to these people i'm just saying what i think is crazy is that like putin and hitler also won not Pu uh, yeah hitler and stalin won per time person of the year because my we were talking i was like what and they're like it's not influential in a good way it's just like the most influential person yeah i mean putin oh was God. in the like putin list. was in it i meant yeah. stalin i meant stalin no, no 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 right but like obviously it's not always good if putin yeah, is one of Putin's the finalists exactly too. Two, what some people are getting so much flack for is, or giving Taylor Swift flag for or the time flag for is that there's obviously huge things that we're not going to talk about going on in the world right now that were like nominated, but it was so stupid of them to nominate it because this was obviously sparked one all the way back. We know in July when she was at the, the writer or he was at the concert and two yeah. picked in September when she's before any of the crazy things that are happening in the world. So, so I saw that insane. too. It's insane that they would even do like they were setting themselves up for, criticism. I didn't even realize they put them, uh, they, they put that in yeah. the, I didn't realize they were in the consideration. Honestly, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. the conflict was, but, um, cause I did see that too. But then I remember, cause then people were like, Oh, it's so crazy because Ukraine won it last year. And it was like, well, right. The Ukraine Russia thing like started early, January, February, yeah, last like year, early in the year, yeah, yeah. Like so the the just, Israel and Palestine stuff didn't really yeah. pop off until like a few October, months ago. It was October seventh, yeah, which was after Taylor Swift was our, and of course, there's conflict wait, years and years before them. But the reason it was like right. brought up in conversation was because of everything that happened October seventh and on. So, if that had happened earlier, I'm sure that's what would have, whatever, but. The people that are like giving Taylor Swift shit for it, it's like this is literally not. This is this interview was done in September. Yeah, no, but, I agree, and it's also like I, maybe I'm just on the wrong side of like Twitter, but like I feel like I'm seeing more and more of like bullshit again 
Oh my, Seth. And especially from like the football stuff, obviously we were getting, we were starting to get it when she started dating Travis Kelsey, but like, I'm getting annoyed again. Steph, I haven't stopped being annoyed. It's only grown. And a lot of mine is from Swifties. And I don't understand why these. Yes. No, that's what I mean. Like it's, it's Swifties on Twitter. Have I, I feel like I've, I, and like you've agreed, but I feel like I look at it, that stuff more. I've been saying for over a year, like Twitter Swifties, I like just insane. And I used to say, and I still think when I go under something about Ariana Grande and there's like Taylor Swift fans, like just dragging her, like what or it's insane Beyonce. Stop. yeah they're so they're so negative and they talk shit about like tiktok swifties and it's like they do i saw that well so like here's the thing they're like cringier, they're this or that like no 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 i'm sorry the twitter swifties this isn't everybody but like everything that pops up like the big accounts are so negative each one is ripping taylor swift apart for a different thing so if taylor swift sees what i'm seeing it's like 10 negative posts from her biggest fans and like one good one like it's I know. Well, because I was never really like on Taylor Swift Twitter. Yeah. Um, but once she started dating Travis Kelsey, Twitter was the best spot for like real time updates. Yep. Yep. So I did start to see more of them pop up on my feed. And some of them are still like, like some of them are tweeting the same things that I would think like, does, why do, why are you calling yourself a fan if you hate her? Like you clearly yep. don't like her. What's going yeah. on? But yeah, I'm just like, I'd rather be on TikTok where people are just dancing to her songs. Like you guys are kind of assholes. And you know, what's crazy is what I saw, not with a lot, but like a good amount. Once I started, like I I always, if I get angered by something, I always have to read the replies. Mm -hmm. I never reply myself. I'm almost at the point where I want to start replying on our like thing. Oh, I literally was almost going to be like, I'm going to take over our podcast account and really start using it. No, can we? Because no, I I think we should follow us anyway. And I just want to like, Put people in their places. Like I no, I agree because there's certain places. things that I'd seen and I'd be like, I just want to say something, and then I'm like, well, They're I'm not so saying something on my normal Twitter account. So. Yeah, no, no. yeah. <laughs> I thought the same I thing. Should. I was like, should I just take our podcast, like yeah, the podcast could... account, and just start going? Yeah, we could even take our faces off of it, but like, I don't even care. I just want to put people in their care. places for so many reasons. Agreed. They are so. Oh, but what I saw is a lot of them are young and like yes. I'm 18 to like some 12 but like 16 to 18 and like you could be incredibly intelligent at 18 and like smarter than i am at 18 like i know that i know some of my students that are 18 are like just brilliant but it's like this and even 20 year olds uh like some college students you get this like false sense of um i know everything intelligence yeah where they're just throwing in these words not even like big words but just like talking points that they think that they're right on and are like Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift must speak about this or this or that or they have this like they're like well they I don't know they just think that they're smarter than they are and then you see how old they are and they're like oh they're just in that phase where they think like because I'm like a senior or because I'm in like eighth year because like I'm in college I'm like I'm so educated and yeah and it's like no 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 not everything's black and white and a lot of people think everything is black and white and it's also, absolutely not I, I totally agree also um one to your point about the young thing um someone on a twitter account that i think was the is a stand account no 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 um, did you see that That's... no i didn't i have no clue what you're <laughs> okay I'll tell but you um they saw like uh Sister of the Traveling Pants um, kind of did a reunion because America Ferrara was doing like the Barbie, she had a Barbie party or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh, I but don't recently, know. Recently, she was in Barbie. Recently, yeah. um, like Alexis Bledel and then Blake Lively, America Ferrara, and I don't remember the last one, 
but the four of them were together yeah. like this, like literally within the last day or two. Some Twitter account that like had Taylor Swift in their profile picture was like, oh my God, Blake Lively and Alexis Bledel together. I never thought I'd see the day. And everybody was like, the fact that you don't know what Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is this really means you are too young. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Um, and, and then also though, what I will say on top of that, not necessarily the same as the young thing, but you can hide behind not putting yourself as the focus on your Twitter account. You can't do that on TikTok unless you never show your face. Right. So these people are saying whatever they want with Taylor Swift as their profile picture. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. There's no, right. And they yeah. don't realize though that like, you're not getting any consequences, but what you're saying has an impact on other people. Yeah, for sure. An impact on Taylor Swift could start a false narrative and yeah. And so yeah. And there's the, just fucking weird too with some shit, like with the so Travis, weird. like some of the Travis so Kelsey weird. stuff. I'm like, guys, stop. Yeah, if you You're guys are so like, strange. what the hell are you talking about? Because like, we're not giving examples. Just go on. Just you have to look for yourself because I don't even want to give light to some of no. the crap that's being said. But an example of what I'm talking about with the young, because like, again, I don't, I love that there are young Taylor stuff now, fans now and that there's a new generation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, for but sure. What I'm talking about of this like fake, like intelligence that really actually, I believe, um, also as a teacher, like speaks to the surface level education and or not education surface level knowledge that they are getting because mm -hmm. they don't have to like re like really internalize a lot or understand that not everything's black and white the osama bin laden's like letter to oh that bullshit and it got yeah released and all the gen zers started saying that they like agreed with osama bin laden and it was like trending all over TikTok. This like letter. Okay, I I That's thought for some reason example. you were referencing that as something specific that went on on Swifty Twitter, and I was no, like, oh, no, I don't no. know what happened, but no, I no, know what it's you're my example yeah. of how like yes. this is an extreme, but that is kind of what this generation is doing, mm -hmm. and like people that age on Swifty Twitter are doing the right. same thing. Like, ugh. yeah, it's. You, yeah, Osama bin Laden had points. How do you think he? Yeah, go read, go read. Um, what's it called? The um, Mein Kampf. Like, I was gonna say Hitler, Hitler was, was a, the most influential brilliant. person. Yes, Hitler was a brilliant man. That doesn't mean he was a good person. Yeah, or right. It's, it's called. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy that they like can't see past these they can't see past those things and I, i'm i am blanket state like not everybody's like that but enough that it was trending you know what i mean yeah. and that's i think similar but to a lesser extreme of yes, what is yes. happening on on swift talk or swifty twitter not swift talk sorry yeah no i agree it just seems like people are like turning on her again even though they're and it's people that are supposedly her fans and i'm just like yeah can it's we chill so like yeah. let's just have like fun i'm so sick of this shit. you know just have fun so speaking of having fun first what i want to talk about for the time article is <laughs> sorry about that rant speaking it's of having fun osama let's yeah, osama now listen speaking of having fun <laughs> um okay taylor summer Swift, should be fun like summer house do you you didn't watch I never Summer. watched Summer House. No, I'm not a Bravo girl. If that's Bravo, Summer should be fun. Amanda, not fun. They're married now. Okay. <laughs> um. So one thing I have a question, and I think this, 
I have also an answer, but half answer. When Taylor Swift is mentions Travis Kelsey in this time article, a couple like there's a section about their them dating, which is amazing and beautiful and like wonderful. And she's like, Yeah, this all started when Travis adorably called me out on his podcast, blah, 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 blah. And I thought it was metal as hell. What the hell does that mean? I'm okay. literally so confused. I like looked it up. I'm so lost in the sauce on that. I have to look it up again. Because my while you're looking it up, my other thought that I was thinking, my thought that I was thinking. I think it's like something like diff, like calling someone or something metal is not new. In slang, metal can be used to describe anything cool, awesome, or hardcore. Okay. So I think it was maybe like, like to me when I read it, I was like, is she saying like it was bold? Yeah. Like a bold thing to I do. That's kind of what I thought, but it was just so an odd word choice, which makes me think that Ooh. like. Sorry. I saw another one. Um, usually used to describe a gesture or action that requires some guts, but pays off in a major way. So now it, it's kind of confirming what my other thought was, which is like, I basically guess I thought that, but it's an obvious like standout word that every, a lot of people are like, what about, but she loves a double meaning. And mm. so when we're talking about an edgy album, and we're talking about it being edgy because like how cool her and Travis and the edge and like, ooh, I just feel like there's gonna be angst and edge and sexy and this and that. I feel like that's a little bit of a nod to the sound. I don't think she's gonna have a full metal album, but I do think it's gonna lean more in what people have been wanting after we got repu a little bit more of a hardcore album, not like similar to Reputation, but maybe even a little bit farther down that road of intensity i could see it Why and now the using that word she doesn't do things yeah that's like true that but, then, but then also at the same time though do you see all the astrology stuff going around right now no oh because i saw months ago like how perfectly their charts line up oh no 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 not about them about how the next um album is going to be something related to astrology no because she the password on all of that stuff that was going on they, I don't know what it was actually. Oh, maybe when there was some sort of code people were trying to break last week okay. and the password ended up being Sagittarius, which is and her Sagittarius. Sign. Yeah. And she's been talking, she's been saying Sagittarius a couple times. Yeah. And then like her new collection on her merch site is called all the stars aligned. Taylor nation is pushing mastermind that kind of stuff. And then her dress at her birthday party was moons and stars. Yep, yep. Okay. So everybody is thinking it's some sort of like nod to like the next era being some sort of like star sign, whatever. Yeah, for sure. But either way, the only I mean, the metal I thing think... can still be true. I'm talking more yeah, so oh, about Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, I the only reason I don't know if I'm if we're gonna go full like reputation metal, but or yeah, even yeah. more like a little more hardcore than reputation is because at the same time that I'm expecting sexy songs about Travis Kelsey, I also feel like there's going to be a a softness to it. Mm -hmm. Because I genuinely feel like she will try to frame his songs as more the one like for her the person for me my soulmate than she ever did right before 
Like she needs to take it a step farther. To she separate, wants it to be more. To distinguish. Yeah. Which would those. make me think maybe it's going to be a softer sound. Yeah. But at the same time, no clue. Like right. obviously, I don't know. But like right. to me, no, I feel I like she's, because especially with all the tree pain stuff, like I feel like there was definitely other things they were targeting Dumois for, but at the same time to call out like a, like the, they got married thing. Yeah. It's sort of like, I like, does she, is she not wanting to taint a future wedding yeah, absolutely. or marriage by, by someone throwing out rumors that she's done it before? Yes. With the tree pain thing though, too, um, what came right before that though was mm -hmm. a post about the miscarriage. Yeah. No, I totally. And I, and I think obviously, and I think I might've said it in the episode, but I was like, I know obviously like, I think that's what tree pain was referring to, but she's not going to quote tweet that exactly and get, yeah. bring more attention to it. But, right. um, at the same time, I feel like I could see, and like, I could see you're trying to rewrite history a little bit and being like, no, this is the man for me. Yeah. He's always no, been, absolutely. <laughs> been the man for and me. And I do think it's not real. Like, I think she, because like, why would you say you and I wouldn't marry me either? Um, no, it's not real. You saw yeah. her songs shift from, I can't wait to marry you. We're going to, I'm going to have your child yeah. to everybody wants me to be a bride. Right. I wouldn't marry me either. Right. Exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I loved, um, though that she like talked about the relationship and said those great things. But then there's also, of course, the shade to, the Joe. privacy of Joe, but without saying Joe's name and then whatever. It was just, yeah. it was, and, I just and loved everything she said. I just think genuinely like, and, and this is what I was going to say about his Wall Street Journal article because he mentions her in it too. Like I genuinely think, and she said it too. She's like, we're just proud of each other. Like we're, you know, we're supporting right. each other. And I think it's so nice to see that and like to see how different it is for her, but also in like in every way that it might've been lacking with Joe, like in terms of like, he was bold to try to get her attention. He knew the fame he was walking into in the Wall Street Journal article. And like, now we know there was like a good chunk of time, like two months, basically, probably a little You're less right. than two months of like them talking with no one knowing like I, and, and he said in the Wall Street Journal article, I was just trying not to screw it up. And I just feel like that is so sweet. It like, is. And, and like not trying not to say the wrong thing that would make her run away. And like, and I feel like he was playing off of how protective she had been in the past of like all of these things. And people have been kind of calling that out too. They're like, it's so funny. Cause like Travis will be like, I want to, okay, from now on, I'm going to keep my like personal so relationship private, private. And, and then she's just gonna it. kiss him and this karma's the guy yeah, and the chief's yeah. like, that's my man. Like, you know, and yeah. like, she just goes crazy. He did um, then say though, like, no, he said to Jason, he's like, cause you never want to talk about it. He's like, no, I'm going to talk about the things that are obviously already public, but public, I'm not going to give yes. you more than exactly. what people already know. Like I'll comment exactly. on that. And I think he's been doing a really good job at that, but I do yes. love that. Like they both mentioned each other, but then yep. also like it's equal. They're, 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 it's, it's an, it's a, it's equal. Yeah. And then, the, and they, and they both talked about each other in, in like, like when he mentioned her, it's like, oh, I love this song or like, I love this album and like kind of talking about what she does. And then when she mentions him, it's, oh yeah, like, I just, like, I'm going to go support him. Like I, 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 turns out I like football. Like, it's not like they're talking about each other in the context of like, oh, here's, 
what I feel like I like about him because what right. of what he's doing for me or like what she's right. doing for him. It's more like, here's the public oh, things I that love, they do and what yeah. I really like that they do. And like, here we are just being proud of each other and like just supporting each other. It. And it was just great. It was like, it's I was like, great. this is perfect. I really was so shocked that any, he even was mentioned. I know. I really, same. Because I could have totally seen her being like, let's not go there. Right. And, but I loved it. And it was in September too. Like mm -hmm. this is before everyone knew like crazy. But I just want to know, we were right when we broke down the timeline and we're like, they definitely started talking because of that podcast yes. and met. And, and, we, and so Taylor Swift also mentions in the article, like people had to be absolutely psychotic to think that that was our first date and that we would yes. hard launch our first date. Like, please. And we literally said that in our podcast. I was like, first of all, why would they do that? Not like hard launch Literally first date, never. But not only, it wasn't even a first date. Why would the first time that they're meeting, even though she, they met the night before, she meets his mom and like it's not a date because she's watching him play football. That's not a date. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. Taylor Swift listens to our podcast because like she was like, people would be psychotic. And she knew. You know, like that's what we agreed with you. We agree with you. Yeah. Um, but moving on. So I took, well, unless whatever but i took screenshots of my favorite parts mm -hmm. um and like reasons why they're my favorite parts um unless um i don't know if you did that too or what but no i didn't let's just um yeah let's go for it yeah so this next part and it is like relatively in order so i started doing this a couple of pages down but i just want to say the writer was amazing at adding really good so good at adding context her or his i forget if it was a guy or girl but like analysis and whatever to it and did so many things justice that I was just like so happy with it. One of the things, ultimately, I feel like the writer is like capturing in a certain part why she's not overrated in the paragraphs. Mm. Because so many people say that. And like they say that they've said that before she was this famous. They say it now because she's so big. But yeah. she is not. And I've had like arguments in my personal life about people being like, as eh, she's overrated. She literally isn't. So no. I'm going to start with that. I'm going to read the quote. So Swiss accomplishments as an artist, culturally, cultural, culturally, critically and commercially are so legion that to recount them seems almost beside the point. As a pop star, she sits in rare fields company alongside Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson and Madonna. As a songwriter, she has been compared to Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney and jo Joni Mitchell. As a businesswoman, she has built an empire uh, worth by estimates, by some estimates, over $1 billion. And as a celebrity who, by dint of being a woman, is scrutinized for everything, for everything from whom she dates to what she wears, she has long commanded constant attention and knows how to use it. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a quote from Stevie Nicks. I don't give Taylor advice about being famous, Stevie Nicks tells me. She doesn't need it. But this mm -hmm. year, something shifted. To discuss, to discuss her movements felt like discussing politics or the weather, a language spoken so widely it needed no context. She became the main character of the world. If you're skeptical, skeptical, consider it. How many conversations did you have about Taylor Swift this year? How many times did you see a photo of her while scrolling on your phone? Um, were you one of the people who made a pilgrimage to a city where she played? Did you buy a ticket to her concert film? Did you double tap on Instagram, post, laugh, tweet, quick headline about her? Did you find yourself humming Cruel Summer while waiting in line at the grocery store? Did a friend confess that they watched the clips of the Air store the night after the on TikTok <laughs> or did you? So I want to break this down for a second. This perfectly to me encapsulates the first paragraph. Are you okay? Oh yeah, I was reading it. 
Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. I thought, I thought it was one of your cats jumping up again. No, no, no. I was reading it on my other screen. Yeah. So I think it perfectly encapsulates, like, when we say she's not overrated, like, you could argue that she has doesn't have the greatest voice in the world or that she's not the greatest dancer in the world or whatever it is. But think of all of her feats in different categories. Yes. She is being compared to the best of the best mm -hmm. pop stars, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, Madonna, songwriter, the best songwriters of our time, Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney, Joni Mitchell, businesswoman. So, mm -hmm. and then of, on top of that, how famous she is because of those things. So to say that she's overrated, please tell me one other person in her category, female or male, that can hit all of those marks and be that out of this world, off the charts, known as one of the best for it she's not overrated she's not overrated at all and it's almost like people who say that to me it shows their ignorance and in some cases lack of like intelligence like it, it really should be ignorance rather than like lack of intelligence but still how could you possibly possibly say that if you actually know everything that Taylor Swift has done and and see what's going on in the world are you just are you ignorant and maybe not that smart or are you just angry for some on hate women like i don't know what is it probably that um no i totally agree and like also she's a billionaire but she doesn't have a cosmetic line besides merch she sells yeah. she doesn't do like a clothing brand like you know she didn't do some of the other things like i think about selena gomez she's a billionaire yeah but that's not just from her like right. music alone, right? right? And there's like, nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But again, it's just but saying, it's also like, just this like, is why she is where she is right now. This is why she's getting these accolades. Mm -hmm. Like, like another person who's so 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 successful, like Rihanna, has every single thing put, Rihanna puts out is effing awesome. Turns I love to gold. Rihanna's yeah. music turns to gold and um she also has of course fenty beauty which is putting her mm -hmm. uh, money wise but like rihanna again there's nothing like what she does is amazing and i'm not like taking anything away from that but like taylor swift if they're saying like oh well rihanna deserves x y and z over taylor swift no 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 but like rihanna isn't the songwriter and the crafter like the craftsman Rihanna isn't that like Taylor Swift is, and there's nothing wrong with that, but that is why Taylor Swift is getting Time Person of the Year. It's not just she's the biggest pop star. You can't compare her to only pop stars because yeah, she's yeah. more than a pop star. She's way, way, and not more than as in better than, but she's here because she's many, she wears many, many, many different hats, but because it all sort of spits out in her music because it's in one way, yep. people are like, why her over blah, 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 blah. well there is and I, I wrote I literally wrote a little mini paragraph next to each of my points so there's nobody out there who's writing creating producing as often as much or as well as Taylor Swift her creativity mm -hmm. her intelligence her work ethic combined with her humanity her class her grace and her readability are absolutely incomparable to anybody during this time I am not well versed enough to say pastimes if anybody put out like think of all the in the year of folklore evermore in six in less than a year how many songs she wrote and how often mm -hmm. how quickly she was writing on top of then re-recording because then she put out fearless that 
a few months after that. Yeah. And she is not only writing, but also has a hand in the producing and the music and all of the melody of everything. Nobody's pumping out that much right now. Like, I'm not saying ever, but right now. And that well-crafted. I was going to say the quality. Yeah. The quality of it. I'm sure there are people that are doing it. But like, like I remember, again, I love Ariana Grande and I love her music. I love it. I really do. I, I like listen to her music all the time and I love her albums. I love Thank You Next. I love Sweetener. But she was doing that. She released Thank You Next and Sweetener, I believe, within one year. And it's great. But it's not lyrically. Like, you could like the music better, and that's fine. And I, I wrote, like, you're allowed to say it's not my type of music. That's fine. But to, like, nobody else is doing it. it all of those things. Like, Taylor Swift is doing all of those things to a, a genius level, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Where like anybody that's doing producing that much music in one year and two year and three year and four years isn't doing it um doesn't have as many parts in as Taylor Swift does like she has a part in every single aspect of her music. Well, yeah, and I think about it. Um, well, mainly because I guess maybe because uh, Connor and I talk about it a, like a lot, but like um, like Noah Khan is to me a comparable songwriter yeah because he writes because his his songs can hit yeah so deep but at the same time he's literally already said can i just keep releasing the same album over and over and just put different people on it as features and he's already done so many of his songs that he's already released but just with gracie abrams or like right post Malone or whoever just being added to them because I feel like like he's almost already thinking like uh oh yeah like that's a lot of work I don't have any more creative juices (laughs) to spit more of this out and like not saying that he won't because obviously I hope he does because I love him but like I think Taylor Swift releases an album and then the next day is like she's already writing I had this dream here's a banger like should i put out my should i get my next album out like it's unbelievable yeah it's her consistency and like the way that her brain it's like it's not like she to me and like not to me like to me personally but to me by any standard she is producing a genius amount of work um the only person i can think of that produced that much crap I, i shouldn't say crap you know what i mean that much stuff that much music lyrics like writing and i i know there's probably more than this but like the only thing i can think of is shakespeare having like the 140 sonnets and having all these plays and people questioned how much he wrote at the time because they were like oh he had to have help he couldn't have possibly written to the song all of yeah. those sonnets all of those things by himself like that's way too much for a person to do and i feel like taylor swift now over 500 years later uh, less than 500 years later is getting the same sort of critique like well people that then want to like come for her like well she definitely doesn't write everything like you guys believe everything you read there's three songwriters on this like where people have to like speak up for her and it's just like she's literally compared to Shakespeare not just in terms of the vast amount of things that she puts out and writes but also the word choice and her style mm-hmm. and yeah it's just um i mean aaron Dessner. i even love said that they it, wrote that yeah and in like an interview re- recently i think aaron Dessner even said like mm-hmm. he was like yeah i sent her the sa- the melody. 
the melody for Willow. And I think she wrote, she sent me back the entire song like five minutes later. Yeah. Like what? How does your brain work like that? You know who else's brains really, I'm like, damn, you're a genius. Are people who can um, freestyle rap and are like really good, like Eminem, like watching those yeah. rap battles. I'm like, how does your brain work that fast? I don't understand. How did you not only make it make sense or that guy that like goes around and he just like sees things around him and like make makes raps like, holy shit you have like a part of your brain that's like unleashed that like most people don't like that is so impressive to me no i agree similar just like how does our how how are you doing that and not only doing that and doing it so well but like then you had all the detail and all the easter eggs and so consistently well yeah well and i mean i guess that's why she has so much time to do easter eggs because she's always like two years ahead on her album she's probably already been done since midnights with the 11th album and it's just like oh well let's see how i can make this fun for myself because i'm gonna get bored let well, me see what, what they pick up on until i put mu- new music next, out next fall is the three years uh from when she was on in the interview she's like can i plan things three years ahead of time because that was fall 2021 right yeah was, it was the red re-release because she was talking about the all too well 10 minute music video and it's it's gonna be three years so i'm excited to see if she what she had in well mind. i mean i was gonna say i'm next fall is also if she goes back to her normal routine yeah album time two years so we'll anyway, see anyway um to go off that this is this was like a page or so later my mm-hmm. next quote that i really liked um uh actually i don't like this quote that much it's just i mean no no i like it but it wasn't as well it's ultimately just kind of similar so it's hard to see history when you're in the middle of oh, it yeah I was just harder to still distinguish her impact on culture from her celebrity which emits so much light it can be blinding but something unusual is happening uh, without a contemporary precedent, she deploys the most efficient medium of the day, the pop song, to tell her story. Yet over time, she has harnessed the power of the media, both traditional and new, to create something wholly unique, a narrative world in which her music is just one piece in an interactive, shape-shifting story. Swift is that story's architect and hero, protagonist and narrator. Um, yeah, no, I just, I liked that quote, but I don't know that I have any, like, added thoughts on it. Um because my what I wrote is like basically just to also add to everything we also said already said she's also because she mentions like the pop Taylor Swift she's also genre shifting over and over again so that's Mm -hmm. another added thing that a lot of people don't Don't I, I know people have done it she's not the first and she's not the only one to do it well however it's added to all the things she already is so good at mm-hmm. Who else has that level of versatility and sound and has a hand in the sound as well as the lyrics and the stories and then our uh, again what i just said as if that's not already outstanding enough there's so much detail in literally every th- single thing that she does yeah like the lyrics the tour the music videos the the tour costumes the set nobody else is doing all of those things so well so planned out um and complex the way that she's doing it and so well, it just it bothers me so much when people and i know well, it and I, be, yeah it does no but i think that's also again i guess like part of her um genius 
because she has figured out ways to keep you on the edge of your seat, looking at every tweet, every caption, every music video for like more because she has the brain to Mm -hmm. do weird, like little things years ahead, you know, whatever that make her fans pay attention Mm -hmm. through everything, even if nothing's coming out now, granted, obviously so much stuff is coming out like with her re-records and everything that like, there isn't really a slow moment, but at the same time, like you don't get that with other pop stars. When they release a music video, you don't watch it 12 times because you're trying to catch what time was it on the clock? Could it be June 13th that she's going to do this? Cause it was six 13 on the clock. Like she has crafted such a crazy, like And I mean crazy in a good way, obviously, but like dynamic and like, again, because of her brain and her ability to add these little things, these little details that keep people so like enthralled. Yeah. And it's like it all flows into the next like she's so great because of it and because of it, because she's so great, we're into it because we're so into it we look at every little thing but because we look at every little thing we're going to keep looking like it all sort of it's like a domino effect of her greatness like the dominoes cascaded in a line and she's what if i told you i'm a mastermind and it and then again it really bothers me what i've been seeing a lot lately is people saying like taylor swift is white girl mediocrity like she's mediocre and that's why people love her so much that word drives me insane the only thing i will say is half like a lot of what she's doing is relatable but that doesn't make it mediocre like her, her also lyrics are re- like can be relatable i was gonna say what music is supposed to do what do you mean you mediocre? to those people i would just say tell me how a billionaire can relate to millions of people in her songs and tell me how somehow we're the same or like feel like we're the same to her tell me how that's mediocre what she's doing is mediocre right because she's not like us yeah in that respect makes us feel like she 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 does seem to be a very humble down-to-earth person but like she is not living the same world we're living in so tell me how she makes it seem like she's in my brain yeah how is that mediocre that she's really smart and a genius like how how can she do it how and also saying that she's mediocre is then also insulting all the fans like i said like that bothers me like i'm not just defending taylor swift i'm defending myself like oh yeah i'm a mediocre stupid little girl like shut the up oh my god you are that statement in and of itself is like these people don't know her all of her music it's like stop saying these like blanket ignorant statements because you think that it's like it's not because they're all they're doing is listening to or like critiquing we are never getting back together or me or shake it off or like one of those songs which by the way like saying that they're not well written or they're mediocre which by the way they are well written that's the that's the point of that song which makes it well written but i'm sorry that you're not smart enough to see well, that exactly you're not smart enough to understand the exaggeration the satire and the, the tone that she's trying to come across of the point of some of these songs is to sort of like poke fun at how other people see her right well it was funny literally the other enough. day 
Khan and I were making dinner. We were listening to Taylor Swift and we were listening to blank space. And I don't know what part of it it was. And he was just like, I don't really think she's really like that. Like, he's like, I don't think it seems like whatever, like she's insane or this or that, whatever. And I was like, honey, that's the point of the song. Yeah. Like it's what everybody else thinks she is. So she wrote a song to like detail that. That, Yeah. I was like, like, yeah, no, she's not. (laughs) It's like, you're right. Well, but I'm glad he picked up on that. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, he didn't pick up on it. He was just like, that seems a little bit much. And I was like, well, well, picked up on the fact that she's not like that. I mean, right. Right. But yeah, I was like, I was like, no, honey, like she's being like hysterical in what yeah. she's writing about. Like, duh. I literally just showed that because we're doing my Canterbury Tale, so we're doing satire. So that's the music video I showed in uh, as my example of satire and all the parts yeah. of satire. I'm like, there's physiognomy, there's incongruity, there's reversal, there's this, there's that. So yeah, like, sorry. But yeah, just- someone else might think of see blank space and think, oh yeah, she has dated a lot of people. And it's yeah. like, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. Sorry if you're saying that. If you're saying that you think Taylor Swift isn't a good songwriter, that she's mediocre, honestly, that really tells me more about your intelligence totally. level than hers or mine. Just saying. Yeah. And that's all. That's all. That's all. So my next part, my next part, the next the next thing that I really liked, um, which was this, the second half of this paragraph is like probably the most quoted uh but grange who i guess is the ceo of umg um talking about her re-recording said like it's bizarrely brilliant and unique something that only an artist at her level could pull off it's got Mm -hmm. such a narrative there's a reason for it he shakes his head imagine picasso painting something that he painted a few years ago then Mm -hmm. recreating it with the colors of today parts of the success story swift says is the freedom she received from the label to follow her instincts if you look at what I've put out since then, it's more albums in the last few years than I did in the last, in the first 15 years of my career. Prolific output has fueled her ascension. She could serve two terms as president of the U- U.S. and then go to Las Vegas, Grange says. Who else can do that? So obviously the part that I really love is the Picasso analogy. Um, What a beautiful sentence and a beautiful analogy of showing like how beautiful she is as an artist through her words. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved, I just love, 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 love that. And then yeah. what she's adding of how much she's putting out, um, just going, calling back to our points from before, but like who's putting that much out and that well, and like, oh man, I just loved it. And then the next paragraph of course is about Scooter Braun, um, Braun's clients all left, blah, 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 blah. And that's the mm. trash takes itself out line. But yeah, love it. I love that line. Um, also, this is just from, and and not about the Picasso thing. Probably more about the trash takes itself. I think. But I love how we, we were talking earlier when you were like, "Oh, like she doesn't name drop. She, dear John, sure, like whatever." But like obviously, she completely name drops Kim Kardashian. Kardashian, yeah. <laughs> I was article. like looking for that article, that part. I didn't screenshot it, but I have my my take on it. Yeah, she absolutely name drops Kim Kardashian. So because she doesn't do it, like that was so intentional and I love it because the trash takes itself out was actually about Bieber. Well, not Bieber, about Scooter Braun. Um, Cause she says yeah, nothing it was, is permanent. It was in that. Yeah. Um, it was probably after that. It just wasn't. Yeah. Because but, they, they, well, cause they were kind of discussing how, right. Like Scooter Braun lost Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, yeah. Justin Bieber. And then Kanye West is an anti-Semite. 
Oh yeah. So then yeah, like yeah. that was kind of what led to like, yeah, I have it right here. I also learned there's no point in actively trying to quote unquote defeat your enemies. Trash takes itself out every time. Yeah. Which is so amazing and funny. And we've been, she said that, but in more eloquent words, but I love trash takes Karma. itself out. Yeah, it's right. so, no, no. Um, long story short. Um, defeat themselves talking, before you get the chance to swim. Your enemies will defeat themselves before you get the chance. No, to I agree. Cause she's obviously referenced, like, I don't have to do anything. You're going to downfall yeah. on your own. Multiple times. But I and love they that she did anyway. And they have. Yeah. And I love that after this name dropping Kim, like everybody just started flooding her Instagram comments. I was just loving going through it. And I'm not like a Kardashian hater. Like I watched the show. Um, I guess like definitely more lately I've been more negative to, towards Kim because I'm just like even before not even Taylor Swift stuff just like I don't know there's just something about her that's just not sitting right with me lately. Yeah they've all kind of like because in college I thought they were so funny. Yeah um, we loved watching all the but Kim yeah I or Courtney and Chloe take Miami. Yeah right I, well honestly I guess that maybe I more so love them but um yeah I didn't watch the last few seasons when it was still on E and then when she was dating Pete Davidson I started to watch it but then yeah, they broke fun. up before he was barely even in so I stopped so I haven't really seen any I'm, because I'm I agree pretty, she's been rubbing me the wrong way yeah I'm pretty much caught up and I've been honestly almost like a hate watch because she's been rubbing me the wrong way because I'm like oh she's so wrong with this Courtney crap I loved watching the fights of that and like Courtney calling her a narcissist and you're all about Kim and this and that. I'm like, yeah, bitch. And um, ultimately what I think a common thread is, is like Kim legitimately can't take accountability for anything that no. she's done ever. No. Like, like ever. And um, she should have, she should just have taken accountability because even when things came back out in 2020 or whatever it was, she still tried to flip it. And yeah, she tried to like, flip it as, I don't even know why we're talking about this. There's so much more wrong in the world. Yep. Like, why would, basically saying, why would Taylor Swift bring this up? That's so right. BS. And it really wasn't, I just clipped it so it would fit in a video, not to, like, edit it to blah, 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 blah. Bitch. Just, just apologize for well, what you did. And now she's still ignoring it. But then there's the video circulating of from, the, why don't you just call Taylor up? That that whole scene. And people are like, Chris. Look at her. Yeah knew there was holes in kim's story and wanted yeah because basically it was that, sad because i guess mm -hmm. chris and andrea maybe were friends at one point it looked uh, yeah because uh, yeah because you could see it when you watch it now how it's like she's like i just don't understand what happened because yeah, i what? like her yeah and i like her mom yeah and well how did we get here and kim was just like no yeah, she's like, I'm not taking your advice. And then also, I could totally see because that uh, Watch What Happens Live clip was circulating too. When um, Andy oh, Cohen, like, we're over it. Yeah, she was like, yeah. No, I just think we're over it. Because he was like, Well, was there ever any like conversation? She was just like, No, I think we've all moved on. And I honestly feel like, especially yep. like in relation to that, Taylor made sure to call her out because it was like, No, no you might have moved on. And like, yeah obviously i've moved on in certain aspects too but you never apologized to me yeah for so what no, you did no, no. to me back to what taylor so said when she turned 30 she's like no i can move on without forgiving like, yeah you can move on you forgive you forget but you never like, let it go yeah like no i i won't forgive you i will never forget but i can move on with my life but mm -mm. and i can actually relate to that a lot like there's there's things that's happened in my life with people where like I can move on and I yeah 
fine. I'm not holding it against, I'm, I'm not holding a grudge, but like, honey, I will never trust you again in my entire effing right. life. And I know exactly what you did and how you didn't apologize for it and still trying to turn it on me. So no, 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 we're never friends. Like I actually don't like you, but you don't bother me. Like go live your life. Yeah. I'm not gonna like go here, live your life. Yeah. Bye. No, I agree. I um, really loved it and I, I loved everything about it. And I just love like as much as like everybody was like, come on, don't stoop to the level that everybody did in 2016 with putting snakes on Taylor's Instagram. Yeah. No, no, we should. I was like, no, fucking do it in this case. Like, do it. And she do turned it. off comments. And then oh, it she just did? makes mm -hmm. I love And that. then it just makes me giggle because I'm like Kim, you know how sad Kim gets. She's like, I just want you know she's crying. I wonder if there's yeah, and honestly, they'll probably use this for ratings on a season. Yeah, and honestly, next good, I'll year. watch it. I don't care. Yeah. And I'm gonna poke holes in everything she tries to say. But at yeah. the same time, and like, and it is so funny too, because I feel like, again, with Kim not taking accountability for things, like she's posted Lenciana. songs of Taylor in her Instagram story. She's yep. posted like with Nor North, North singing to songs, singing like yep. which I won't necessarily fault no, of the course, things with no North because it's like, okay, if my daughter likes a song and wants me to sing and dance to her with it, I'm going to do it. But like the Instagram story thing with like the speak now stuff was now. literally unhinged for her to do you that. She's trying to use Taylor's likability for her own gain. And it just makes They're me so falling. mad. Also, like even more so because Kim could have used the easiest excuse in the book not that anybody would believe it now but like after they got divorced like because i think they were divorced when andy cohen brought up that stuff like or were they i don't remember or they were like separated divorce but i feel like it's only been the last year or like season and a half that she's been like kanye is ruining my life because True. when they were separated they were still she's like yeah kanye went and got those sex tapes from whatever ray j and True. He, look how great he is i love kanye we're bah, 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 bah. that's a and good point the, the only time she's started to speak out against him is since last fall when he started saying like good things about hitler yeah that's true so maybe she would but like i feel like she easily could have just been like you saw who i was married to like but I at the same time she can't hide behind it because i don't think kanye ever would have given two shits no, about Taylor Swift talking shit about him for calling her a bitch. He would have just went on. Well, and not because she released it because she was mad at his name yeah. being dragged through the mud. Not only did she release it, but if you watch the whole video, like I did once it was released in 2020 by definitely Chris Kardashian, um, Kanye says over and over again, there were two versions of this lyric. My wife liked the other one better. Mm -hmm. So the one that got released was that Taylor knew about was, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. And right. Taylor never said she liked it. She just said like, he's like, why? Because I made her famous never or whatever. And um, or he, and originally it was, I feel like Taylor might still owe me sex. No, right? no. That's what I was going to say. So no. So oh. he says, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. And Taylor clearly doesn't like the one. She goes, oh, I thought it was going to be mean. Like, this doesn't feel that mean. That just feels like, you know, I thought you were going to call me a bitch or something. He's like, no, no, no. And she's like, yeah, I mean, like, we all have our different versions of what happened. And, like, 
obviously you didn't make me famous. She's like, because before that happened at the at the VMAs, I had sold blah, 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 blah. And she clearly is starting to get like pointed. But within that conversation or prior to it, he keeps saying, my wife loves this the other version better. My wife loves the other version better. And then he tells her the line, Taylor Swift, I feel like me and Taylor might sell sex. And he's like, my wife liked and wants it to be, I feel like Taylor Swift might owe me sex. Mm. And Taylor was like, oh, and clearly she didn't have a reaction to that. But like, yeah. if he's saying, and by the way, Kim's recording, Kim liking, it's almost nice of Kanye to be like, fuck you, Kim. I'm not saying Taylor Swift owes me sex. Right. The fact that Kim that's wanted that, start. like, and she didn't ever say like, no, I didn't say that. Like, you can't really defend that, Kim. You can't because that... Well, that but also, is really that's a fucked up line, even more fucked up than me and Taylor might. Still it's have more sex. fucked up, but also you can clearly see why she'd rather have that one. Yeah, of course, as a wife, yeah, like right, like you than, know, like, like oh, sex oh, me and Taylor might still have sex. Like, oh yeah, I'll I'll cheat on my wife with Taylor's but wife, maybe. It also makes me think that that's why he had to add in that because I why because I made that bitch famous, which still is implying she owes it to me because I made her famous. So Kim was probably like. You have to have that because like otherwise it looks like you want to sex with Taylor Swift, but you're married to me you know what i mean like it just makes me that video villainizes kim even more than it does kanye because you can 100 but it, Kanye's yeah insanity in the video he's like well you know me i can make you as famous as you want i'm like a g like he and taylor's like okay seth i don't know if you've seen the full 25 minute video i it is so it is so clear how uncomfortable Taylor was. She wanted to get off that call and she was being so graceful to Kanye. When well, he's no, because I was going to say, I remember the part where it was like, okay, well, just like, let, like, are you going to send me the final, like, you know, whatever it was. Like, I remember obviously the big points of like that she was trying to say the entire time. Yeah, she was like, I'm not going to speak of anything. I'm at the, I'm at like, uh, I'm about to be at overexposure. You could do what you want. I appreciate the heads up, but basically I'm not going to publicly state that I'm okay with it is ultimately right. what she does. And she also asked him to send her once she he finished it, yeah. which he never did. But um, no, but I agree. But I, I think I more so meant like, like Kim could have tried to spin it that she was in a marriage that she felt like she needed to stand by him because he's a psychopath. Day, but yeah but yeah but I, I i she probably could have tried to spin that with the taylor swift stuff but at the same time like obviously she orchestrated the entire releasing of that video and all of that stuff to defend her husband at the time but at the same time it's just so funny because it's like kanye wouldn't have given two shits to get that video out there the song still would be what it was. Taylor would have still said what she did about it. I mean, look at all the stuff he said since. Yep. Without a care yep. in the He's world. Talking shit about Stormy. Right. <laughs> like about Kylie, Kylie's daughter. And now he and he says yeah. he likes Jewish people now because of Jonah Hill in a movie. Like he clearly would have given two shits if if it just went went by, no one saying anything. Yep. But it is funny that everybody thinks Chris released the video. Chris or Courtney? That's what he's saying. Oh, Courtney, yeah, I love that. I just hope they do address it, but just like for entertainment value, not because Taylor Swift needs it, because she doesn't give a shit. Just like I hope that we get a video of them like cry like Kim crying about it. Because it uh, also is interesting timing, though, because that video was released around the time they were getting divorced. Yeah. Which 
could have been what Chris maybe at the same time thought of oh, as a, yeah, get out she of will it. get out of it. Like yeah. it'll clearly look like she never had a part in this, but everybody kind of saw right through it. Cause it's like, no, more like the- Chris, Taylor's you didn't advise Kim nice. to release that video in the first place. So this isn't going to do the damage control. You think it would. Yeah. But Kim is more villainized than Kanye, honestly, cause Kanye's sick. Ta- yes. And I think that's the thing. Like, I think Taylor understands that like that person. Kanye is sick. also a genius in certain ways. He is. Like, but I, but I think she also recognizes that like, there is a mental health issue there. Yeah, no, but he, and he also doesn't care. Like, I think she also realizes he literally like thinks that he's God. Like he's not, he is a very, very great writer. People talk about him like in, um, I am a pentameter and he has a lot of these thoughts, but letting it cut to his head. I'm going to start my own church. I'm the smartest person alive. No, he's not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's well, just- yes, but that doesn't negate that he isn't like in his own right, talented and no, like, no, it, I wasn't. And, and I don't, smart, but I wouldn't say he's a genius. Oh, well, see, I think, I don't think he's a genius. I don't think he's the genius that he thinks he is. I think he's very, very talented, deserves what the success that he got, but for him to then take that success and to say that he is the greatest of all time and the genius and this and that, mm-mm-mm. you're not, you're n- like, uh, well, one, I don't even, if Taylor Swift were to say that about herself, we'd be like, what? Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. Like, I don't, but I also don't, as much as I have never been able to stand Kanye, um, probably since 2009. Uh, you can't knock what he did in the nineties no, and early two thousands as not, like not being. But I'm not knocking what he did. I'm just saying he's not. A, I'm just. I don't think he's like a genius. Or I a would mind. say the I, same I, way we would call people ignorant for not understanding Taylor Swift might be a no. similar thing for early Kanye. Maybe not now, but you know what no, I mean? but I, at least the, the point that I'm trying to say and make is not because I literally use him to talk about iambic pentameter in my English class. Like I fully acknowledge and tell my students like, no, Kanye's like, look at what he's doing. It's amazing and it's great, but it's not the level that he thinks that it's at. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not saying that like his level of what he thinks he is I don't, I obviously, I don't think he's Jesus. Like he thinks he is, right, right, right. but like, I do think he was very talented. Yeah, no, I, that's what I said. I, and I, I do think he was totally probably agree. a genius to a certain extent. Yeah. Well, that's where like, maybe some of the things that he did were genius, just like we all have genius thoughts and maybe he had more than an average person, but I wouldn't say that he overall as a human is a genius i because i think that there's a lot of things that he said were genius thoughts that were very very much really unintelligent unintelligent because of his mental illness and maybe if he got and and then maybe this yeah and maybe this is where i'm I'm getting it crossed taylor swift is not a genius and kanye west is not a genius they're both musically geniuses though Yes, but I think that Kanye, I think that everything Taylor Swift does musically has a bit of genius to it, whether it's, even if it's a very surface level song, there's reasons behind it. And I think that Kanye West has done many genius things in the, like you said, in the, like musically, but 
the stuff that he does now that he sees as genius are so clearly not that like do you know what i mean like he does no i agree but i think the the point i was trying to make originally when i brought up him being a genius was that i think taylor understands him to a certain level because of the way they work together yes yes which is why i think kim kardashian is her enemy more than kanye ever will be because as much as she didn't like the song or any of it at the same time i think she understands his like yeah and artistic brain right and kim is literally just nasty to be nasty because she exactly to be at the top and like that's it there's no she just has nasty 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 motivation Mm -hmm. and i think like it's so clear to see that now for Um, sure but yeah so okay i have like two more notes Mm -hmm. um my next part i don't know how far down this was um but this is about ultimately um sorry one one second yeah so beyonce and feminism and barbie um so she's talking Mm. about barbie and it's a three-part summer of feminine extravaganza the other two parts were barbie and beyonce um and so i cannot uh, i can't imagine how hard that was talking about um barbie i can't imagine how oh greta made it look so easy blah 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 blah. and then it goes on to beyonce swift is no less effusive in talking about beyonce who brokered a similar deal with amc and shows up to swift's la premiere the next month swift returns the favor by attending hers in london she's the most precious gem of a person warm and open and funny and she's such a great uh disruptor of music industry norms she taught every artist how to flip the table and challenge archaic business practices that her tour and beyonce's were frequently frequently juxtaposed Mm -hmm. as vexing vexing i love that word there were so many stadium tours this summer but the only two that were compared were mine and beyonce's or me and beyonce's uh clearly it's very lucrative for the media and stan culture to pit two women against each other even when those two artists in question refuse to participate in that discussion and like thank you thank you taylor swift i feel Mm -hmm. like i like it still is happening this like pitting of taylor and beyonce and what i wanted to say and i saw this quote and it was beautiful and it reminded me of the picasso thing and like something i've been trying to like verbalize like stop comparing them they're different they're different they're different they're different just because there are two mm-hmm. pop stars on the tour they're so different so ultimately i saw somebody say i kind of took my own liberty with this quote uh, but the basis of it was beyonce um in comparison to those two one is a painter and one is a sculptor and then mm, I, I saw this that, is my yeah. interpretation both are beautiful and unique and unmatched in their work but they are two completely different things what is the, the commonality is that they're they're artists right um and i think that is the point they are the thing is though and somebody added this was like say taylor swift's a painter and beyonce's a sculptor beyonce's a sculptor that can also dabble in paint and taylor swift is a painter painter that can also sculpt sometimes but Taylor Swift is the painter and Beyonce is the sculptor. So Beyonce is this phenomenal, phenomenal performer, dancer. That's what she's known for, like vocalist. And it is unmatched. And she sort of gets this like wild fan base in a good way, the bay, the beehive. And she is has these accolades because, not only because of all those things, and her music is also versatile and like changes uh, genre to a certain extent. Um, but she like in the total opposite way taylor swift 
sort of isn't like hides herself so we see her almost as like otherworldly because she doesn't do the person like the re relatability like taylor swift does almost intentionally so we see her as like oh my gosh beyonce she's like not a person she's not real because mm -hmm. she hides and that's not even necessarily my point but on top of her being one of the greatest if not the greatest performers dancers and one of the greatest vocalists of all time and that is her sculpting she also is a mastermind she's creative with her ideas has a hand in it and although doesn't write like she had like a hundred songwriters on a song or an album which is fine but she still does have some hand in it because you see that in the influences of um lemonade specifically is what i'm thinking because prior to that she didn't have as much a hand in her music like um with the single ladies era more of it but like lemonade was like very much beyonce mm -hmm. beyonce's vision she's a mastermind taylor swift on the other hand is a painter she is a songwriter a producer a director a writer and a musician like guitarist piano all of it and the great thing about her is she can also sculpt she can perform sing and dance maybe not to the extent of beyonce but she could still do it in such an enthralling way she is also a mastermind but they're almost complete and total opposites of why do you know what i mean like i know what you mean i hate the analogy because yeah. to me i don't know because i think that they could to me, when I, when I hear, and I guess maybe it's what you take the definition of each is like, like to me, I hear sculptor and I think someone who creates something oh, like I didn't, I was just something and I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. that's her writing songs. Yes. That's I, what I hate. Yeah, I don't yeah, hate yeah. anything else about the, the way that, that is, they each operate, but yeah. I can't stand the painter and the sculptor thing. Cause no, I'm like, I thought the same thing. So that was exactly, it was sculptor and painter and sculptor was Beyonce and painter was yes, Taylor. Exactly. And at first I was like, is this person shading Taylor Swift? Cause I had the same thought, but then I was like, but we could take two. I think, I think really what the point is supposed to be is like two artists that are completely different. Like one is a painter and one is a sketch artist say like i like just well getting, yeah and that's it, it, it was the, almost like i was like shouldn't that. they be flipped like shouldn't the yeah, sculptor yeah, yeah. be the person that builds something from the ground up like yeah. songwriting and all and shouldn't the painter yes. be this one that like puts on this totally great make it. it pretty production kind of a yeah, thing yeah. like no i get it yes but i, totally I hated agree. it i was like i wish they picked something different no to i to totally i totally agree but now what i'm taking it as is like we could just pick any two types of art like one is a one is a sculptor and one is a architect i don't know like whatever it is you want to say just the, the point is like two completely it's art it's music but they're two completely different crafts and skill sets yeah and they both can dabble in the other skill sets and be great at it but each of them is like the best at their specific thing like one is picasso and one is i don't know who another great artist is in a different you know what i mean like but no i i thought the same thing at first when i saw the tweet but the rest of it i was like no that's kind of exactly the point that i was trying to like always say like they're just different but still both yeah and phenomenal. to be fair again like i think we've said it in episodes past like I think the only reason these two in particular are pitted against each other is because they are both so big that there's nobody else you could compare them to. Like, I'm sorry, Ariana Grande, no. She hasn't done anything recently. And But also, like, when you think of maybe what you'd call Ariana Grande being better at than singing? Taylor Swift, right? Like, if singing for sure. Yeah. I'm just going to say Beyonce instead. 
Yeah, of course. Beyonce because is better than our, or, you Ariana know, Beyonce's bigger than Ariana Grande. Bigger, but also Ariana is only like the whistle high notes, which is, I love Ariana Grande, but Beyonce, by, Beyonce can go low and high. she can go anywhere. But right, which is what I, but, and like, if you have a really good songwriter that you're like, like, I can't think of one off the top of my head that maybe is a little bit less obviously Phoebe known Bridgers? than Taylor Swift. Right. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, oh, well, Phoebe Bridgers is, well, because Ariana not- Grande is really big. So I don't want to like diminish Ariana Grande's career, but at the same time, no, it's but like. Phoebe's, Phoebe's nominated for a Grammy. So like she's on the trajectory of being that big. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but I just mean like. I know you're not, you're just going to use Taylor Swift, just like you're just going to use Beyonce as the comparison because there's no people bigger than them. So in their own, right. Who else are you going to? No, absolutely. Yeah. But I just love that because I'm like, because it really, that's one of the Twitter. No, and it's still annoying. Like they both went to each other's movie premieres and And she calls her out in the article, like, but there's still crap. But now they've just moved on to Ariana Grande, actually, now that I mentioned, like the Twitter Swifties have just moved on to going back to them. Yeah. But to be fair, and maybe this is just the side of Twitter that I've seen. It's more Beyonce. I have, it, it's what? Oh, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I, I like, like, I've seen Ariana Grande things recently, but it's because an Ariana Grande fan will show like a picture of like Taylor Swift, like straining to sing and Ariana Grande, just like looking like she's humming and being like, they're singing the same note. Like it's like her fans that will start it. And then I see Swifties like react. Yeah. I don't see Beyonce fans. I mean, I know they exist, but in what I've, Oh really? No, I I just mean like when, when I, on the side of Twitter, I'm on, maybe it's because Beyonce probably doesn't have as young of fans maybe as both of them do, but like I have seen comparisons between the two of them, but I don't see as petty of comparisons as I see from other things. Yeah. You're, I'm just on a different side of Twitter because they're there. They are there. They are there. They're there. And it's like Taylor Swift ready for it. Her dancing. They're like, this is who you, whatever. And then it's like videos of Beyonce. And then it's like, Mm comparing lyrics to like we are never getting back together to like halo back and forth and then it's like oh yeah no i don't and then the the white girl mediocrity is from beyonce fans that that tweet like that was it's right now i haven't seen ariana because she's where is any ariana grande right now like who knows dating spongebob literally um so i haven't seen that it's strictly beyonce fans and and i would also fault taylor swift fans but what I've seen lately, and I don't know why it's coming up in my feed, but it's Beyonce fans just like pulling things from time, pulling things from like recent Taylor Swift stuff, not the other way around. It's actually what I see in the feed now. And this is the only bright light of the Swifty Twitter I've seen. It's Taylor Swift fans saying like, stop, like they all got crowns, you need to calm down. They're different. Like literally they showed up for each other. Taylor Swift literally said this in her it's time article. So it's actually <coughs> crazy. Some of the fans I'm seeing still coming at it. It's bothering me, but I'm not not faulting Taylor Swift Twitter Twitter users, tw- Taylor Swift fan Twitter users either because they they're still like out of control. I mean, she said it herself: the stan culture period. Yep, is an issue. It's an absolute issue. It's an absolute issue. Like she does not owe us 
anything, let alone the things that you guys think that she owes us. Like, like just stop being down weirdos. to the point of like her outfits or down to the point of who she's dating that people think that she needs to like change who she's dating because of the statement that it makes to the world. Like, or also like I saw like it because in her birthday post or something, she was like, yeah, I'm a millennial. I'm going to use emojis. I don't yeah. care or whatever. And it's like I saw someone funny. like literally was just like. Is she so online that she sees literally all of you idiots on Twitter making yes, fun of her for using emojis that she feels like she has to call it out? Yeah. Relax. Yeah. It's You're 14. Yeah. 20 years from now, people are going to be calling out you for doing some stupid shit. stuff that you're tweeting when you're 14. So yeah, exactly. Ready. I'm ready for it because uh, you're going to be like, who cares what I said? Well, you care what Taylor Swift, literally what shoes you wear. So, um, so my last thing, well, just the other thing that goes off of that and everything we've been saying, I don't have to comment more on it because I feel like, or whatever, I feel like we've been sort of saying this, but she says that um, her success of all, the, the success of all three things, Beyonce, Barbie, Taylor Swift, feels like an inflection. If we have to speak stereotypically about the feminine and the masculine, women mm -hmm. have been fed the message that we naturally gravitate, gravitate toward she has a few examples girlhood feelings love breakups analyzing those feelings talking about them nonstop, glitter sequence we've been taught that those things are more frivolous than the things that stereotypically gendered men gravitate towards right right i say and what has existed since the dawn of time of patriarchal society what fuels this society money flow of revenue so on and so forth if we're going to look at this in the most cynical way possible fem feminine ideas becoming lucrative i.e. the tour beyonce's mm -hmm. tour barbie means that more female art will get made it's heartening so like what a beautiful sentiment and the note i want to add based on everything that we've said is like and she said this before with you need to calm down like i want to talk politics and i want to wear pink or like whatever it is just because it's pink and sparkly doesn't make it frivolous and dumb and immature and childish childish it's also crazy, like to that point, that people like in my personal life, like when I go to work, talk about how, um, oh, all Taylor Swift, and not just work, just in general, all Taylor Swift does is talk about relationships. Like she's so immature. Like it's so surface level and childish. Like all she does is write about like love and breakups, like her, like good and bad. Like, but hold on, hold on though. Like actually think about that statement for a bit because isn't something that most people can agree on in this world is that the most important thing in our lives is the love and the relationships that we have with each other friendships family um mm -hmm. finding somebody to have a family with is that is that not the most profound thing that we all like is that not the most profound thing is love like that i would say most people agree on yeah. so what do you mean her writing about love is frivolous and is childish like that to me is like such a point of like you just don't like when girls do it because yes. if a girl does it and it's pink it's like oh you're just so immature that's so but surface level yeah and it's also not even like and it's not even the only thing she writes about so forget well no but like, right but it's not even like it's not even just related to like music it's like okay then when you have friends over what do you talk about because i've seen men hang out 
and they scream at a fucking TV while they watch a ball walk around the stage, the court, the field, whatever. You're not talking about deep things. Yeah. You're not talking about politics for five hours. Who does talk about deep things usually? I want to know. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like when you use, oh, she just writes about breakups or, or, oh, she's just crying in a corner. It's It's like surface level. Well, but what about all the conversations that like when even adult conversations, not just what I hear my high school boys talking about because I teach all boys, but like when I'm the only girl in a room of men at work with my adult coworkers in front of my family, in front of my boyfriend's friends, and I'm like the only girl, guess what they talk about a lot of the time? Yeah. It's definitely not things that are introspective. And I definitely don't feel like um i'm having like a really deep conversation it's definitely either just sports or let's talk about girls women and female bodies a lot of the time right one of the like and 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 no shade because i love the friends of my boyfriend i really do but like one of the first things one of them said and i was right there was like oh yeah did you meet blah 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 last night when we were in puerto rico yeah next comment we're all thinking it right oh yeah that girl's a rack that was that was and i was like what and then i'm like going in i'm like what like that's what you guys have to not surprising but right but why do you guys get to have those types of conversations but but we can't relate to breakups actual deep feelings what but we're the ones that are surface level what it's just pretty much interesting it's similar to how boys can never have periods or babies wait what they can't Can handle it oh, okay. they can't handle the pain just like when a man is sick it's like the world yeah. stops oh my god the world stops are so dramatic but like same thing oh my god but it's just it just that's another thing that bothers me for me it's an insult to us to say that it's surface level it's frivolous like all she does is this and you love her so much what coming out no it's it's just Come again? Like, what do you just mean? Annoying. So I'm happy. I'm just so happy with the article. The last thing that I, I, it, there's not much to say about this, but like towards the end, she was talking about re-recording her albums and she's like, then talking about revisiting reputation, which is the most charged era. It's a goth punk moment. Female rage being gaslit by sus- an entire social structure. And then she's laughing. Um, and, she, and she's like, I think a lot of people will see and just say six snakes, strobe lights. But she said the upcoming vault tracks will be fire, she promises. The re-recordings projects feels like a mythical quest. Mm-hmm. I'm collecting horcruxes. I'm collecting infinity stones. Gandalf's voice is in my head every time I put on a new one. For me, it's a movie now. So one, whoa, <laughs> for reputation. Do I love the Harry Potter and uh, Marvel illusions? Oh, and, and Lord, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I don't care about Lord of the Rings, but the other two made me. I was like love those things that was so fun i love that she said that so i'm like i don't even know what it means but then she said for me it's a movie now well one we know that she's supposed to be writing or directing movies so like well i was gonna say though honestly the whole thing when i was reading that part i was like is she hinting that there's going to be a bigger like re-recording movie like documentary about her re-records because i was (gasps) like this makes no fucking sense to throw this all in here it's a movie now well i do get 
I mean, I understand the reference of collecting Horcruxes and the Infinity Stones as in her old albums to gather them all together. But you're right because once you collect, I can't. But like, I did, yeah, I guess I did. The for me, it's a movie now. Does didn't make sense besides like, no, oh, but, she probably has a documentary. No, but you're or right because because though, hear hear me out. Because once you collect all the Horcruxes and destroy them, you can kill Voldemort. Once you collect all the Infinity Stones, you could kill the whole world or do whatever the fuck you want. But something big happens. Don't know about Gandalf. But the other two... Does not have you, the same type of relationship. Yeah, but no. once you collect all of them, something big can happen. So once you collect all of them, it's a movie now. You're right. It's going to be a movie. There's a movie. I don't know. Well, and I think it's something been hinted at happening. because... Well, there's yeah. been more filming of the Eras tour than we saw, obviously, in the concert film. And there were camera crews at her premiere of it. So it would make sense that there's a broader documentary about the eras, the re-records, the tour, all of that once the eras tour and the re-records are done. You know, like it it would yes. make sense. Yes, it would make sense. Um, I really pray to God that we get some sort of like documentary, like something like that. But it also just, I don't know, for me, it's a movie now. Like, I don't know why I didn't think of it until you just said it. Like, literally didn't even cross my mind that that meant something. I just genuinely screenshotted it because I liked that she mentioned Marvel <laughs> and Harry Potter. Like, that was it. <gasps> it's totally something. But also, you never know with Taylor Swift how big it could this something could be. Like, for example, it could be something as obvious as... I'm releasing the Airs tour to rent digitally for my birthday with three extra songs. That's not something that's like exciting for sure. And I want it, but not mind blowing. Oh my God. What? And then you have the other hand, which is all too well, 10 minute version plus a music video, two music videos. Um, or I'm releasing midnight's the album. And then at 3am I'm dropping, uh, a 3am sleepless nights additional shit that nobody was ever expecting you're like what mm -hmm. the fuck so there's two you know what i mean like there's two ends of her like, oh yeah it's a movie now it might be exactly what we're thinking like there's no in between it's either exactly what we're thinking a documentary yep or god knows god only knows taylor yeah. swift only knows i know but it's something and i just uh i didn't even think of that i don't know yeah it's crazy i hope it's i hope it's um well, we do, we literally know that she is going to be doing a movie, like writing or directing. I forget what it is. Yeah. And we know that. But I don't um, think that that's what that is about. That it's No, I genuinely, I it uh, it did seem like she was filming more than what we obviously yeah. saw with the Eras Tour movie. Yeah. So I think it probably is something like re-record yeah. slash. And I will be dead. Like, so I, good. I'm like, it ha like, she has to give us a documentary style yeah. of everything like I and just, i think she will because it's also why people are like where are the ever more long pond sessions like yeah, there's more where are they there's more <laughs> we know we know I there has the, to be i want the behind the uh, i just want everything i know i know god and i do think the one thing i liked um it, it's basically towards the very end of the article but it's kind of like when she's um when she's kind of talking about how like the Kim Kardashian stuff felt like her career was over. Yeah. And then and, the and he kind of like the, yeah. the writer kind of awesome. references like 
I wanted to ask, but Reputation was still a successful album. Like it became right. the highest grossing tour. So like, how could your career have been over? Right. But I just like that he kind of like went retrospective with it, but he was like, but isn't that exactly what she's trying to teach us that like your internal thoughts and feelings about things matter? Like right. that might have been the, the, the worst thing that's ever happened to you yeah. in your life. And it's okay if you and feel you like feel that validated. was yeah. right. Like, so I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm glad they went that direction no. because and I agree. I, like, and I yeah. could totally see how people reading this article that maybe if they weren't like fans of hers, be like, come on, you're over being over dramatic. Right. And be like, oh, she's out of touch. Like, she was, that. you were still famous. Like what that didn't ruin your career. But like, I right. liked how that part was added because it was like, no, like to her, it ended like that it, was like, it. Gave he like added that his introspection and thoughts on that and at in the same breath like you said sort of like gave the counter argument like you might right, be thinking why it's okay this. that she felt that way and let yeah. me explain why she was actually vindicated in saying what she said yeah yeah but then i think who am i to challenge it is that how she felt the point is she felt canceled she felt as if her career had been taken from her something in her had been lost and she was grieving it maybe this is the real taylor swift effect that gives people, many of them women, particularly girls who have been conditioned to accept dismissal, gaslighting, and mistreatment from a society that treats their emotions as inconsequential, inconsequential permission to believe that their interior lives matter. Thanks. No, Thank uh, you, sir. Yeah. I was watching someone read that on TikTok and literally start crying. And I was like, okay, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yes. No, but seriously, like, I, 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 that speaks to on a different note, like, how well he did i think it was a guy right i think that it was it. yeah how well he did in this interview and like not just the interview but rather like what he added to it and the context that he added because it like it gave it um a level like it made it grounded and not that it wouldn't have been without it but like it 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 he added the stuff that maybe haters would be thinking and then he mm -hmm. like tore that apart like no Mm -mm, what she said wasn't out of touch and what she said wasn't like right like whatever uh and here's why and like yeah. he did it in a way that wasn't like nasty like i'd be like you're a stupid idiot for saying that he was like i thought the same thing but then i realized so right and then he had such beautiful takes i don't know i just i think he did a great job it was really good and i and i just like love that we got like a long form interview from her because we really have not gotten that in maybe since her 30th birthday but i don't know how long for when she sat down with like was it diane sawyer um and when she was like you can forgive and you forget but you or no, yeah you when she said she was going to re-record yes that. yeah and like and at the same time as like i get that like i guess i mean a long form interview about her personal life oh wait maybe yeah not. and like also just that like clearly they followed her for many for months. a while yep. to like write it and then obviously again adding those sort of like introspective pieces to it and i think yeah it wasn't like a video and then it was put out like right so i did i was just like wow i'm happy we've we've got this again, oh, I, smart. again the... did you buy it i i went i was at barnes and noble yesterday to get um a bunch of graphic novels for the student i was telling you about and we mm -hmm. got you would love everything that we got we got like invincible all this marvel stuff all these graphic novels um because he's into all that stuff but anyway, I was looking for the magazines and they don't have. It's not out yet. Time. Oh, really? 
When does it come I, out? I think it's the, well, it's like the December issue, but I don't think it was released yet, like in oh, okay. stands. Okay, because I was going to say I looked and they had time, but it was like, and Taylor Swift is on it, but it was like with four other people. Um, and I was yeah, like, I, I think I want all, I want, I want them all. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get one once I, once it comes out, because I want, I want to try to get cat. all four. Yeah. Oh, that was my favorite one by far. I'm going to have to try to do it. Yeah. But I, okay, so that makes me feel better if it wasn't out yet. Cause I was like, damn, it's already sold out everywhere. I don't think it was, I don't think it came out yet. Cause I think okay, it was good. sort of like, oh, this issue will be released in November or in December. But like, I don't think it was out at least, okay, just, I'm you know, real quick. When will, uh, but it was really good and then yeah I mean I also just like really appreciate some of her like not necessarily pettiness we kind of talked about it with the Kim Kardashian stuff but just like some of her revisionist history with like calling London a foreign country I know what that is like, so she funny. just like, come on. completely be like no no this didn't exist like I who is this man and I've like yeah the six years thing was just oh wait no wait what six years thing I'm gonna have to find I'm gonna have to well she said one she said I'm more trusting than I was six years ago um uh shoot let me see oh then i was six years ago yeah yeah no more well she says more trusting than i was six years ago which kind of felt like a a dig to all of it like you know but if we obviously she's been she dated joe for six years so six just feels like particularly like she loves a double meaning call it out yeah um But she makes a comment about like, so it was a foreign country. And then she was talking about her relationship with Travis and how it was public. And she goes to me, public means we're supporting each other and we don't give a shit. Yes. The other end of that was the private. Yeah. When you say your relationship is public, that means that I'm going to, oh, wait. Um, uh, yeah. Um, which means I'm going to see. I'm going to see him do what he loves. We're showing up for each other. Other people are there and we don't care. She says the opposite of that is that you have to go to an extreme amount of effort to make sure no one knows that you're seeing someone and we're just proud of each other. Yeah. So like, was that a little. Totally. Yeah. Because it like you essentially did not see them ever out. He barely acknowledged her existence. Yeah. Ever. And, and she literally calls it in a direct opposite of what she's doing with Travis right now, which makes me obvious. I agree. Until people said that, though, I originally thought she just meant was referring to the first two months of their relationship where nobody knew that they were dating. Well, and I think that's probably part of it. Like. Um, but then I'm like, oh, you're right. It could be shade. But she goes, give, yeah, because it's like, given her complex history with public interest in her dating life, I say, it seems noteworthy that her relationship with Kelsey has played out so publicly. Swift gently pushes back. Um, started on the podcast. We went to hang out right after that. So we did get some time together that we were, you know, got to know each other in right, private. But then, right, when you say a relationship is public, it means that I'm going to see him do what he loves and we're showing up for each other. And we don't care. Like, I feel like it was in direct... She was referencing it more to 
the writer saying, oh, but you're typically more private. Right. She's like, no. Where she's kind of like, well, no. I never wanted that. And the opposite of what I'm doing now would be acting like we don't exist basically to each other, which I felt was sort of like a dig at like, no, no, no. You think I'm private because of the way I had to act the last six years of my last relationship. Yeah. That's not how I want to be. It's so funny to me when there are some like, I don't want to be like fake Taylor Swift fans, but like people who are like, and you know, Taylor Swift, like she, she always wants to be private. And it's like, no, 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 no. If you remember Taylor Swift, she always was very wanted to be public. And even said that I want to show off my relationship. I think we should be loud about it. No, she was only private when it came to Joe. Really? Well, and also like more specifically, she, and I like, I still hate that. I, you know, sometimes blame Joe for all of it, but like, she wanted to be private once the public hated her. Right. And yeah. then Joe never really wanted to move beyond that. It seems like privacy when in her mind, it was like, okay, I'm ready to, I'm over this trauma. I'm ready to be yeah. back out there sort of a thing. Yeah. Like she's never, she was never, she's are you kidding me? She was all over the place. Private person. Literally her overexposure world. is what took her down yeah. essentially because they felt like she needed to come back down to earth. Yeah. Like, what like that's literally what it's so crazy to me that people are like yeah well it's like the first time she's been like again it's the 14 year olds on twitter yeah it's not the first time she's been public guys it's definitely not no like but um i did just see that it says it'll be available in to buy the site notes that um Copies will start shipping out the week of December 18th, which is today. Mm-hmm. So, and it will cost $9.99 for one and $27.99 for all three because there are three different ones. Um, you could physically purchase a copy of it at a few retailers, uh, but not every location of these retailers will sell the magazine. So Barnes & Noble, Target, and Walmart. I went to Barnes & Noble yesterday, which was the 17th. So I guess if they start shipping today, then... But it says the magazine shop notes that it'll start shipping, not Barnes and Noble. So I'm assuming in the next few days, yeah, we'll be able to purchase. So I will be at. Damn it! I was literally at Target today and Barnes and Noble yesterday. <laughs> Ugh. I'll have to go. You to know Target. what? I have to go to Shoprite. I have to go to Shoprite tomorrow, which is in Lunchwood. Where can I go to? I could go to Walmart. You know they took down the Barnes and Noble in Lunchwood, so. I was gonna say I'd rather go to Barnes and Noble than Target or Walmart. So I'll no, find I would one. too. But Barnes and Noble's in Morris Plains and Target's in Rockaway. So if I'm going to Ludgewood or Byram, well, if I'm going to Ludgewood, I can only go to Walmart. I'll probably go later. But you know what? I think I'm like in like two weeks when I definitely know it's out. I did see though. Well, I didn't see. One of my coworkers said to me, they were like, "Oh, did you hear about the Time article?" I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "No, did you hear that?" Like. They're already anticipating that they're they can't possibly print enough copies for how many people want to buy them. And I was like, Well, because I think you could pre-order it. Yeah. So I was And like, I think like two hundred and twenty thousand, they've already done two hundred and twenty thousand in pre-sales or something. And like last year's time person of the year article sold like sixty seven thousand total. Damn, can I is pre-sale sold out? I, I have no say, clue. I'm gonna pre-sale it right now. I'm gonna order that shit right back now. But um yeah 
that I'm scared because I'm like, damn it. I just want, this is such a big deal. I have like the stupid Taylor Swift magazines that have been made over the summer, but like I want like the actual legit person yeah. of the year one. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. You'll get it. And one last, well, one sweet note. When she won person of the year, I knew she was up for it. And one of my old students, um, I had him freshman year. He's a junior now. And he's like one of the brightest kids ever. Like he was in my CP class freshman year for English. And like day three, I'm like, this boy needs to be an AP as a freshman. Like he is <laughs> so smart. He's so sweet. Such a good kid with a bright future. Anyway, all my students make fun of me for Taylor Swift. But like I like it. Like, you know, builds our rapport. Anyway, I knew she was up for it. And then I'm like walking in. Um, it was the day I was leaving for Puerto Rico and it so it was wednesday so i guess that's the day it came out and he's like miss namath miss namath and i was like what's up he's like did you hear uh taylor swift's person of the year i was like well yeah i know she's up for it he's like no she got it i was like what he's like you didn't know yet and like there were other like teachers i was like mm -hmm. wait seriously and he's like yeah i was like you might be the first person ever because people always try to tell me things about taylor Swift, but i know them i'm like i just want you to know you might be the first person that's ever told me something about Taylor told me something. Didn't yeah already know and he, he like giggled to himself and I'm like oh and then I went in and like saw it and I was like what so I crazy. mean other than you I guess like telling me when albums release that I'm like yeah. in the middle yeah. of like work but like you know what I mean like I was like what so like a student dropped the news to me which I love that but it was also cute like I, I kind of love that they like they, he was like so excited to tell me about it no I agree that's so a cute good person and he wouldn't be like she didn't deserve it he's just a good person right he was just excited to share the joy yeah he's he's a good kid he's seriously gonna be like i don't know he's brilliant though but he's he's gonna do something great um great kid anyway that's how i found out wow <laughs> i think i just like saw a bunch of tweets go out about it so i just yeah. read the article at work yeah yeah i'm like I don't touch my phone during work otherwise i'm sure that would i would feel you know i would have found out the same way Anyway, any other thoughts? I don't think so. I think we've accidentally done a long one. Yeah, but you know what? Not that this makes it better, but I just feel like you don't even have to edit it. Like you should just put it out. No, I don't think I have time to. So it is just going to go no, out. Genuinely, there was like two parts that like one part I like lost my thought, but like who cares? Like let them think. Yeah. No, I think it's genuinely just going to have to. I think it's great. I think they can sit go out. All right. We well, if I missed anything that's cancelable, you you guys just let us know <laughs> um, via email. Yeah. <laughs> Drop everything. Oh, just like call our call our jobs. Com. Get us fired. Uh, you can DM us on Twitter. <laughs> Drop everything out podcast. No, because we're gonna start um, popping off on Twitter as soon as I get pissed. Who's popping off on Twitter? What us? Remember we said that we're gonna start popping off on Twitter. Oh yeah, on Twitter. What's our Twitter? Swifty Steph's Swifty Steph's 13. Okay. We're going to start popping off on Twitter. So follow us yeah. there. Um, right. And you can DM us on TikTok too. Calling out the 16 year olds. Yeah. We're going to fight with some tweeners. Yeah. We've decided it's I, time to I take just, matters into our own hands. <laughs> literally. I'm Get so ready for the great war, everyone. <laughs> you can pick your stuff back up. <laughs> and your cloaks and your daggers. <laughs> Because we're coming for them on Twitter. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, good times. We're dropping everything. Our mics. 
Yeah, but seriously, pick your stuff up because we're dropping, dropping our, our mics.